this I feel like my hair makes me look lighter. It's given I feel like I've been given like 90s R&B vibe all week. Since none of you wanted to say it because men don't know a damn thing. Anyways, good morning. Happy Friday, the 22nd of September. Welcome, welcome to TDA the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And let's introduce ourselves. Good morning. Big marks on the east side. Six foot plus of pure temptation. All that good stuff. Nice. Um, your favorite shade queen, my royalty. And they call me E-Man. <clears throat> the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jam Pack. Love that. What Love that. what um, advice would you give to people who aren't morning people? Emmanuel, uh, change their diet? What is it? Go mm. to sleep earlier? I'll be honest with you. A part of me feels like it's just what the person is, you know? Ah. I don't know why, because I feel like I've always been this way. What? I've always been a morning not person. Not a morning person. Like a morning person. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm not a morning person. I am, of course I am. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a late person. I'm tired Excuse from me? like. You're not a what? A late person. <laughs> oh, you mean you don't get to be late? I was about to say. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> okay, I get you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah, okay. Yeah. I get you. But maybe, but maybe, I guess the only logical thing I would say is maybe um, just get more sleep. But I don't think it will ever be enough sleep. Don't think so. Because you're either a morning person, you're not a morning person. But I'm I thinking. do believe that you can train your body to be a morning person. Because eh? mm. but, but who likes waking up early unprovoked? Your body, is something that your body gets used to. Because mm. when you fall out of that pattern, yeah. you have to get back into that pattern. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's something that you can amend. Yeah, but I think how you would do that maybe with the introduction of earlier sleep times. Yeah, I guess you know so. Yeah, so that your true. body... Because really, who's really sleeping 10, 12 hours? I, I can. Why though? My husband. <laughs> so when, when I get attacked, mm. I could sleep. <laughs> like, I could sleep and I wake up tired. Is it, <laughs> is it like a... a spiritual attack? <laughs> well, I don't know. My father's people, them are doing in the village. <laughs> could be. <laughs> but is it like a, like a... You sleep at this time and don't wake up till like 10 hours later? Or no, like, you wake up in between as well? Like I will work and then I will finish work. Say I finish work at like five mm-hmm. and I will just be there and I could sleep to the morning mm. from like seven. Mm. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But because your body feels like naturally mm-hmm. weak, like you just yeah, feel you weak. Mm-hmm. But on those days, are you doing something like strenuous? So are you like walking? Are you going to gym? Are no. you eating less? I'm just existing and my mere existence makes me sure? tired. Yeah. Have you, because obviously I'm not saying that you don't know what you're talking about, but like yeah. a lot of time we think we have the same schedule, but if you actually track it, you may not be doing what no, you no. think you're doing on those days. No, but what I'm talking about is when my, it's like my hormones, when they're okay, very, so very heightened, just, yeah, when they're very imbalanced, okay, cool. okay. that's then, but any other time I can go to bed. Like I've been here sometimes on two hours sleep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. But I'm a morning person where my, if my alarm goes off, I'm waking up regardless of when it was I, I went to bed. Because mm. I've got something to do and I've got somewhere to be, so I'm going to mm. wake up. Yeah. But So I, I do think you can kind of train your body to be a morning person. But I also believe, I feel, yeah, I feel like it depends. Yeah, you can wake up and be a morning person, mm-hmm. but then how do you go forth in that morning spirit? 
Are you like a quiet person? With time. So, so as long as you're eating correctly, I think, so you have the energy to sustain you during those periods. And then maybe exercise as well. With time, your body will start to get used to it. Because I'm a morning person, but I also don't like being hit with too much in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, so my drive here, Mm. from when I wake up, is my defrosting time. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like, you can be a morning person, Mm -hmm. but some people wake up in the morning, they're ready to go. Yeah, that's me. Like, 6 a.m., you're just, like, Mm -hmm. full of energy. Like, relax. What's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm more of a like mm. quiet zen mm. than my energy is here. I feel like that's, I mean, for me personally, I feel like that's a waste of time. It's not. I, because I feel I'm like I'm like that, that. I hear you. I hear you. I feel like I'm like that come evening times. Even times eight, nine. <laughs> you yeah, clocked out. I'm, 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 I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. But having early mornings is a thing, man. I just need a nap. At <laughs> 1 p.m., I'm just like, I need a nap. <laughs> Fighting for my life. I can't nap. And I try to get to bed early. Mm. It's such a scam, man. I'm going to be more disciplined next week. I mean, this week I'm very proud of myself. I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day this week. Because I'm getting back. I told you I'm getting right with the Lord. Read my mm-hmm. Bible and whatnot. Which is good. Which has been good. Mm-hmm. Because there's been times, basically, previous weeks, mm. where I felt like I'm so tired. But I've had longer sleep mm. than some days I've had this week. Mm-hmm. But I guess the spirit, the flesh is weak. <laughs> but, you know... Mm-hmm. I get you. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing to be fair. But I'm definitely a morning person now. So when you lot was kids, yeah, mm-hmm. what was your sleeping pattern like? Well, what was your waking up time like? Oh, for school, isn't it? You wake okay, up early for so, school. More, yeah, and weekends. What about weekends? Get a lion. Yeah, okay. What about you, Marks? Yeah, same. You have to be up for school. Mm. What's a lion though? Not waking up at the time you wake up for school. At nine o'clock. No, not nine o'clock. Because when you were a kid, you were excited, didn't it? So you wake up, but it wouldn't be like a 6.30 wake up, it'd be like a 7 a.m. Yeah, it'd be like 9 or something. The kids' shows, the TV the shows start like 10 a.m. and shit like that. It's earlier than that. It's earlier than that. Yeah. Yeah, Quaker Pop's ready. Yeah, so I'm saying, you're saying you get a line, but it's not really... You're still up early, isn't it? Yeah, but do you know what? When you're, but then because you're not going to school yet, mm. it feels liberating. Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like even... Yeah, it just feels it feels different. As a kid, mm-hmm. waking up for school mm-hmm. is so long. I remember one time I was at my um, brother's house and I was there when my niece was being woken up for school. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. This girl gave her mom like 10 reasons in 10 seconds why she couldn't go to school that day. She's like, oh, mommy, I'm so tired. She's like, oh, please, just a little bit of a lie. She's like, I don't even feel well. I don't, didn't, she was reeling it off. And I, my mom was like, Zara, get up. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. She's like, I don't even like sports. And then she was like, this is the worst day of my life. My mom was like, you said this yesterday. Get, get out. <laughs> it was so funny. But as a kid, but then when she's, during the weekend, she wakes up early. But it's different mm. because I don't have to dress up and go to school. I guess so. Because kids wake up early, man. For me, on the weekends, I was up early all the time, like five, as a kid. Just watching like cartoons, like Power Rangers. But don't you feel that's different though? Barney. <laughs> oh, Barney. <laughs> I know, Mark, you watch Barney. It's her truth. I've seen so it. tell the truth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get allies. No, I've seen it. Actually, did you still watch? I was, I was a bit old for Barney. My sister used to watch Barney. It's I don't watch Barney. It's got lamb chops in it. Lamb chops? Or was that her own show? Barney's a purple guy. Did Barney used to come on lamb chops or one of the other two? Do you know the little What's sheep? Lamb chops? What's lamb chops? The sheep, lamb chops. I was it called Lamb Chops? Are you just calling... It was a sheep character and you're calling it Lamb Chops? That's what it was called. It was called Lamb Chops? Yeah. No, a lot of TV for kids is it's mad. crazy, isn't it? Lamb Chops? <laughs> Did, That's crazy, man. I don't know Lamb Chops, you know. 
I feel like they had a show and one of the, like, Barney's his own show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Barney probably used to come on. Am I, I, I mixing up the two shows or something? You must be, I never had lamb chops in my life. Are you Googling it, bro? And calling, some, calling a, a sheep character lamb chops is mad, isn't it? Sick. <laughs> it's a sick thing to do. It's a ham puppet, it's lamb chops. That's sick. Fourth hole. Oh, huh? woman with the um, curly ginger hair used to hold her in it. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember the woman. The Adventures of Barney and Lamb Chops. Serious together? Yeah. And oh, they're together? Wow. Yeah. And it's actually a sheep character called Lamb Chops. Uh, is it a sheep? Because that's, that's a sicko that wrote that. You're, you're talking about the hand puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think. But I don't think that was related to Bambi. To Bambi, sorry. I mean, Barney. Barney, sorry. Now, I feel like... I feel like maybe it's a custom Barney TV show aired from November the second, nineteen ninety-two to July the ninth, twenty ten. Serious. So, so it's a part of Barney then. Yeah. See Ooh. this? Is it? Oh no. Yeah, that is lamb chops. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is lamb yeah. chops. Yeah. yeah. Lamb chops is hilarious, man. Oh, I had that. What, I know what it's called. Yeah. I remember, I just, that just unlocked a memory. <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember ever watching the show, though. Lamb Chops was funny. Mm. I was more of a tweenies girl. Gosh, I love tweenies. I don't know why I put the two of them together. I mean, people... They didn't... must have done a collab. I mean, they are collaborating yeah. in there. <laughs> that ugly-looking doll. Yeah, all right, let's do a topic, um, not topic of the day. What's it called? Question of the day. One second. So it's um yeah. If you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Someone that sleeps, man. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> someone that sleeps. <laughs> um, mine would probably be like a celebrity. I think Kevin Hart. I feel like Kevin Hart has a good day. If we if we was oh no no. Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm. She is a mirror of what I want to be when I grow up. Living nice, life, just wild free, enjoying my company, going on holidays. Who the hell is that? Healthy, healthy hair. Diana Ross's daughter. Did you ever watch Girlfriends? Mm. Do you know Girlfriends, the show? <laughs> you know what Tracy Ellis Ross looks like? What, blackish? Yeah. Her. Who the, the mum? Yeah. She's dying the rest of his door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She That's lives funny. such a luxurious, beautiful. She ain't married. No. No kids. So she's living good. <laughs> she's living. She looks so healthy. Not one wrinkle in sight. That's probably why she looks healthy, isn't it? That is why. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, honestly, her life is just so. It's so beautiful. I love it so much. She takes care of her nieces, and her nephews. Gives them back. Just free and wild to do all sorts and create businesses and travel all over the world. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross is who I'd want to be mm. for a day. You think she's lonely, Manuel? I don't know her, I don't know her, you know, 24 <laughs> hours, man. Nah, she, <laughs> she isn't. She may not be. She isn't. She definitely isn't. I'll tell you that for a fact. She isn't. A day. Mm. Some of the people I'm thinking about, a day's not long enough, man. Um, I don't even 
Yes, yo. I I want to be mugs for a day. <laughs> Depends what day though. Might get a good one. You might get a bad one. You want to be mugs on a day where he's got R and B slay jams. Oh yeah, yeah for real. That's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that day will go off still. Who could I be for a day? Um. Okay. Maybe that. I can't make another one. I'm just sitting there thinking. Mm. I can't make another one. Okay. Someone interesting. Donald Trump. With his lawsuits. You pick the day you got to go court. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a long day. That's a long day. Yeah. I'm thinking like a, a president of an African country. But a, a day Which not one? long enough. Nigeria, you know. You'd want to be Tinubu for a day? Because I feel like I was trying to change things. You ain't changing you know I mean? shit. That's what I'm saying. The day's not long enough. Yeah. If you try and change things in that one day, by lunchtime, you'll be dead. They'll be gone, innit? They'll kill your ass. <sighs> not if I, I 45 myself, though. I go and speak to, like, you could, 21 different in that bubble place. hours. <laughs> 21 <laughs> bubble hours. <laughs> hey, they can't get me, man. By the time you get to the 21st one, he's the one that's been hired to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> The more bubble hours you have, the more protection you have. Nah, because you know, it's they're in conflict, you know. <laughs> That's true. They'll be in conflict with each other because you know what I mean. Like, mm. pick one, pick a side. That means you're not you're an untrustworthy, mm -hmm. disloyal person. So now they're all coming together to kill you. So now you're dying twenty-one times. Oh, <laughs> twenty-one so deaths in one life. So good bubble hours will be against the bad bubble hours. I think. Plus, I think just some people's, because you know, like. Especially those who are like um, ministers and all that stuff. Mm. Like, a lot of them obviously go to Babalawas, isn't it? Okay. Mm? You say ministers, Babalawas, isn't it? I feel the same, Babalawas. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, I'm tired. A lot of the ministers go to them, right? Mm. To protect themselves and all that type of stuff. And obviously. Ministers of what? As in like. Government ministers. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't mean. Ministers of God? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, some do. But definitely some, some do. That's how some people have people in their church. 100%. They've they gone have Babalawas in church. No, as in no. Like they've gone to the Babalawas to get success mm -hmm. for their quote unquote church. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, 100%. So it's, it's a whole thing, man. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, like as I was saying, some of them are definitely in conflict with each other. Because they'll have different agendas. You're paying for a service, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. How so. can we all protect you if. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Protect you for everybody. But who we're praying to for protection is different. Some of them are ops. There you go. The thing that you can probably do in that 24 hours is to fortify yourself in a room and get a national broadcast station to film you leaving a message live, right? Mm. And then you can just out all of the back road workings and all of the schemings and all of that. Just bleh, vomit it all out. Mm. And it's out there forever, right? And then nobody could do the same thing once they kill you. I guess so, but... People just say that I'm a clone or something. And yeah, Nigerians will tell you that you're a clone? Yeah, it happened. And you then know, they would I'll say that everything in detail that you basically dropped was is fake. all fake. Yeah. And that's, that would pass with Nigerians? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think so, man. You know, you know, there's actually people who believe that the previous president was a clone. Yes, I remember you. Yeah, 100%. Of that. Yeah, so. 100%, man. A day's not long enough. Are the Babalawas ever successful themselves? Somebody. No! 
And that's what I find so ironic because they help people get rich here and become millionaires or whatever. But clearly if it worked, why aren't they the ones that are rich? They don't want that though. That's not their job. That's why. Because they're God's servants. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, do you know what it is? Yeah. It's the same thing when you go to uh, an optician to get laser eye surgery when he's got glasses on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nah, that's not the same. Yeah, it's the same. same. Or nah, GP. Because if what you're doing is so great, why haven't you helped yourself? That's, no, that's a, that's a choice. It's like a preference. Or a GP who has a bad diet. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes... Nah, you can give advice and not take the advice, man. <laughs> yeah. But again, but remember these babalawas, yeah. You, you remember, they dedicate their life to this, you know, from kids. From they're, children? Yeah, 100%. They're raised in it. <gasps> I'm, I'm sorry. Let me let me be clear. A lot of the ones who are born into it, a lot you of them sorry. is because... Huh? You said sorry. Yeah, because I want to clarify. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't never had this moment. <laughs> I always say sorry, man. Never said that word. Because I'm never wrong, god damn it. <laughs> no, but are. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some people, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to rank people, but you get you do get some people, maybe who are like African Americans or whatever, who wanna go back home, find their roots, and then with time they become Babylonians. They're taught it, right? Mm. But a lot of the people who teach them, those back home who study it, a lot of it is a family thing. So they're taught from very young, like mm. primary school, certain things, you know what I'm saying? So they're raised in it. None of them see this as a profession to get rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Service to the community. Yeah, ex ex exactly. Mm. Yeah. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Let's get into our headlines. Let's do it. Okay, so our first headline, Rishi Sunak is back in the news, man. And apparently what they're saying is he's likely to face a series of legal challenges aimed at thwarting his plans to U-turn on net zero policies amid further international condemnation of the proposals. So though the Prime Minister sought to struggle off some criticism on Thursday, the UK's independent climate watchdog joined the voices of concern, saying it was disappointed with changes that would make it more difficult for Britain to meet its legal commitments. One leading European politician said that Sunak was turning the UK into a climate villain and destroying its international reputa reputation as a climate leader. Campaigners, including Friends of the Earth and the Good Law Project, are now assessing how they can stop a rollback that would allow new petrol and diesel cars and gas boilers to be sold for longer. The two groups were already involved in legal action over the government's climate plans, charging that they were inadequate. The Good Law Project has written to the Energy Secretary, um, Claire Coutinho, to warn of a fresh court challenge. And in that letter seen by The Guardian, lawyers acting for the group have asked for questions within the next seven days to questions over how the government will meet its carbon goals whilst watering down and delaying these green policies. Next headline, Labour has promised to hand more powers to Britain's economic watchdog if it wins the next election, which it will likely do. Under the plans, the OBR, which is the Office for Budget Responsibility, would be free to publish forecasts and analysis alongside any tax and spending changes. The policy is a response to Liz Truss's mini-budget, which was delivered without OBR analysis, which led to market chaos and a fall in the value of the pound, which obviously we all know about. But Labour said the package would bring stability back to our economy. Speaking to the BBC, the Shadow Chancellor, Rachel Reeves, also said that under Labour, all major tax and spending decisions would be, by law, announced in November to reduce uncertainty for businesses and families. Currently, the government typically sets out budgets in the spring, followed by an autumn statement, which can also contain significant measures. Under Labour's plans, only very minor policy changes would be permitted to 
will be permitted in the spring update to Parliament. The OBR usually produces forecasts only twice a year to accompany the spring budget and autumn statement, but, the, but does provide monthly commentary on the economy. And the last headline, um, Vladimir Zelensky, who, as you guys know, is the pre president of Ukraine, is finding his latest visit to Washington a much tougher occasion than the hero's welcome that he got when he first went there nine months ago. So Zelensky was given a standing ovation, which we spoke about, when he delivered an address to a joint sitting of Congress in December. This time, however, he addressed the Senate in a closed session, but House Republicans turned down a request to address both chambers again. They also reported to have turned down an administration briefing on Ukraine. Zelensky arrived at Capitol Hill in the midst of a bitter spending battle that could trigger a government shutdown, and he faced difficult conversations when he met congressional leaders behind closed doors. Republicans have proposed a stopgap bill that does not include funding for Ukraine, an omission that the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called an insult to Ukraine and a gift to Putin. So as you guys can see, there's a bit of a um, back and forth and a um, you know, right versus left regarding Zelensky. But yeah, there's a lot more to it, but again, when it's kind of simplified, we'll bring more information to the people. That's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into what you say in topic of the day. All right, people. So today's topic of the day, I know we've had some heavy topics, heavy discussions all throughout this week. So hopefully this one will be a bit lighter. However, I do still have to give a trigger warning to the people just in case... Um, you know, it offends some people. But the question is, and we've done a poll, which I'm going to ask Brent to give us some of the results a bit later. Do you guys believe in myths and urban legends? This was submitted by somebody in the community? Yes, it was. We got them? Yes, 100%. <coughs> she, she, she submitted it yesterday, I believe, gave a nice breakdown of certain things that she mm. wants us to discuss. How she's so, meant to. Love yeah. that for her. <laughs> so guys, if you guys want um, us to discuss certain things, please do the same. But yeah, question. Do you guys believe in myths and urban legends? Depends which ones we're, we're talking about. Okay. Tell me tell me an example of one you do and one you don't. Um, you're going to have to give me a list. I can't think off the top of my head. Step okay. on a crack, break your mum's back. <laughs> I was talking about those type of things. It could, yeah, be, it could be anything to you. Um, oh, yeah, no, I don't believe any of those. Of course not. <laughs> What's an actual myth then that... See, th this is why I, I, I get. Are we talking about, are we talking about conspiracies? Are we talking about what's like? Give me, give me, give me some examples so I can get my so brain ticking. Two fairy. Ooh. Oh, oh, course not. Okay, so you see how in Nigeria people say if you pick up money, you could turn to yam. Mhm. Mm I see that more as black magic, if anything. So, would you pick up money? In Nigeria. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's ones I believe there's ones. <laughs> is, is it because you're scared you might turn to yam? No, because I'm just scared of black magic. I don't think I'm oh. going to turn to yam, but there might be something else. I don't believe those things, like turning to gods and stuff like that, but okay. black magic, worshipping the devil, I think that's, that's real. Okay, cool. Nah, I'm, mine is not <laughs> fear. Okay. As great as he is in me than in the, in the world, um, but it's just, I'm not going to dabble with all of that because mm -hmm. I know what, it's a trap in it. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm just not going to dabble with all of that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mugs? Pass. <laughs> I believe in the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe <laughs> that there are mummies. Okay. Ooh. Sirens and them good things one. there. Mm -hmm. Do you believe there was dragons? I do believe that 
there was a form of a dragon, 100%. I do believe that dragons. Oh, okay. I do believe that there was some form of dragons. Yeah. I do believe... Mermaids are an interesting one. Yes, but I have I theories for everything, obviously. Of course. Of course, of course. Um, what don't I believe? Santa Claus, as in Father Christmas, you know, with the reindeers and stuff? Of course not. Okay. No, you yeah, say, of course, not for the kids. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the what? But, but was it, was it, monster. Was it I don't Chris, know who that was is. Chris Kringle, a real person, though? Is what? Yes, Chris, Chris Kringle, who's Father Christmas, he was a real person. I don't mm-hmm. think he, he travelled the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that, that fairy tale came off the back of who he was. It was just made up, but he was a real person, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe Chris, Chris Kringle. Kringle. This is from what I've, I've read. Yeah, I've, I've not heard of Chris Kringle. Kringle. Who the, who the hell was the Lockless Monster? Saint, Saint Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless I'm getting Chris Ringle from a movie it's, and it's, it's a different a, name. It is a movie. I think so, yeah. Is there a sea creature? Lockless Monster? Yeah. It's like a dinosaur. Yeah, but yeah, but like a sea creature too. I've heard about him like a sea creature. So wait, so how dare you question when I said duh for Christmas for Santa, you're telling me, well, I didn't say I didn't keep the same energy for the, the sea monster. BFFR. Sea monster is a good way to phrase it also. Like it's given Scooby Doo. If I'm being honest with you. I think that's probably where I heard it from. Scooby Doo? Yeah. Leviathan? No, the monster guy you're talking about. Oh. Okay. It's give, it sounds like a Scooby Doo um, storyline. Do you want to meet Paracetamos? Do you want Paracetamos? Okay. You can have the baggie if you want. No, that's definitely. Might be the equalizer. Are you hanging? Yo. Sorry, it's Saint Nicholas. It's Saint Nicholas. I'm talking about not not Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle from the movie. Okay. Saint Nicholas is the. Um, I believe. In I believe that all of the Greek gods, the Norse gods, Mm -hmm. those are all real. How how do you how explain your real though? As in they existed. Men, as in there were men and women. Or. Yes, and the gods also. You know the ones that walked the earth with men? Okay. I believe those were real, and also mm-hmm. the ones that they worshipped, mm-hmm. I believe those were real. But real in what sense, though? As in, the, those, they, were, those we, they were deities. Okay. okay. And in the time in which it is that they, people were saying or passing down these particular stories that they were present, uh-huh. I believe they were real. Are you asking me about um, um, uh, Achilles and stuff? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, yeah all them types of <laughs> and, and and Thor and, and Loki. Loki. Yes, 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 yes. They're yes. all gods, though. Yes, yes, yes. But, but Gotta exactly. hear these, all of them, at 100%. I'm not sure about the details of the stories yeah. that got developed off the back of them, mm-hmm. but I do believe that um, these, they was, they're, they're steeped in some form of reality. But yeah, I believe in the Norse gods. Not to be, like, annoying, yeah, but... All right, both of you, you said you both um, believe in it, right? How were they real? As in, do you feel like at some point in time, they were real gods, as in invisible entities that were worshipped, and those real gods are real and could do things? Yes. Mm. Okay, cool. Yes, 100%. And then Christ came and beat them up. And beat them up. Okay, cool. Mm. Beat them up. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) How are you seeing it? So do you feel like, because I noticed you said they were, do you feel like they still exist? In some form of fashion, mm-hmm. they could still 
grant blessings to those who still worship, worship and pray them. to them. Ah, okay. Right? Because their descendants will still be having shrines and stuff to them, innit? I so don't I don't so live I don't live in them type of areas, so I don't even know if it is it to practice in that manner. So you're a henotheistic then? You you believe that there are more there's more than one God? I've I've told you they're they're yeah. common G gods all the time. They've been yeah. common G gods in the Bible. So if that's the case, then yes. I, I believe they exist. I don't believe I don't worship them. But hundred percent they existed. Do you believe this particular idea? I don't go to I don't go left, right. We're here with myths and legends. <laughs> Do you believe that um every people kind of assigned a god so for example to you all of them might be lower g's but to somebody over here the his G, might the be, capital g's yeah 100 his, his might be capital g's but, but yours and everybody else's it's lower g's yes is that do you believe that's the that, case that currently is the case no yeah but i'm talking about real though not what someone believes as in basically there's a place up in the invisible world, in the spiritual realm, where all of these gods exist. Do you get what I'm saying? No. So you're okay. telling me that there is there is a universe for gods. I'm asking. And for each yeah. of the people... No, I don't believe in, in that. That's not my belief system. Okay, so then how does that work then? How, how does it work that there's some people that have certain gods they worship and those gods exist and can give them blessings and stuff? How does it work? Yeah. I, I don't understand the question you're asking me. Because the way... It's, you, you believe in Babalawas, isn't it? Yeah, but they're human beings. They're men. Yeah, but they bestow flipping blessings on these people. If, yeah. if men could do this, well, why can't God God do this? Or, uh, no, because no, this? because one would say that the Babylonians are getting this power from, from an where? entity. From, precisely. So, no, so, but what I'm saying to you is, if you speak to somebody for, who practices um, Ifah, for example, he might say to you, the God I worship is not the same as the Christian God, for example. So he would say, that's my God. Christians have this God. So I'm saying to you, did all these gods exist somewhere, right? And basically every every ethnic group has their own god. Yeah. Mama, again, my faith is yeah. in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And in the Bible, you had other gods that God said don't worship. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But why though? Because he, he's the one and true God. And other worshipping of other gods are idol worship. Yeah, but do, do you... Okay, I'm glad you said that. But do you see it as because God is saying to them... They're fake gods. They don't exist. They're lesser gods. I'm the one and true God. Okay, so so, so God is saying they they do exist, but they're lesser than me. Yes. <laughs> Rather than they are fake. Don't waste your time with this idol. He's not saying they're fake. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. He was saying because remember the when um um Moses came down from the mountain. Yep. The the two people who were worshiping other gods mm-hmm. threw their sticks down, and it turned into snakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the story is not exactly how that happened, but I know what you're saying. How did it happen? Because t- when he came down the mountain, they were worshipping the calf. The sticks with the, the staff was when Moses went to see Pharaoh. They're two different occasions. But I know what you're saying. Really? Yeah, 100%. I um, can't remember that. That's what happened. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Have I, have I remixed this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's talking about when he came, so, when he went up to pray to get the commandments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he came down, Aaron and them, they turned their gold and stuff into, um, is it Baal or something like that? they worshipping that. They're worshipping yeah. the golden calf, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then with the sticks one, that was when he wanted um, Pharaoh to let the people go. Yeah. And yeah, so he was um, yes. performing miracles. Correct. Thank you very much. Like and yeah. thank you very much for correcting me. I've said this quite a few times. Why has nobody corrected me whilst I've been saying You ain't it? said it in our presence. Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. I've said it here. Nah. Have you heard this from me before? Mm-mm. Would have corrected your ass. You've said it on three shots, so. All right, cool, cool, cool. Thank you very much for correcting me. So... 
those gods that gave them the powers to turn it into snakes mm-hmm. were real. Okay. Do you cool. understand? Cool. And then God was like, that's okay, that's your flex. Mm-hmm. This is my flex. Okay. And then he threw down his um, stick mm-hmm. and his snake mm-hmm. gobbled up two other snakes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I believe that there are entities that people worship that have powers and give them powers, okay, blessings. Cool. I believe it today. Anyway, okay. Do you understand? Do you, do you? I don't say do you understand, but do you know that your what you believe there is not necessarily what I think the majority of Christians believe? Because I think they attribute all of the other stuff to Satan. Do you get what I'm saying? So God. But my my theory is that all of these particular deities are just fallen angels with superpowers, and they they're appearing to other um, communities and civilizations as gods because. They've got powers. Okay, so so you kind of see it as that's what I said. Common G God, evil still. Yes, evil, I don't evil. see. It. This is yeah. This is okay, my cool, belief. Okay, cool, cool. In my honest opinion. Yeah, I get you. Yes. Okay, cool. So cool. that's what I said. I believe in the, the Floki and and Zeus mm. and Thor and all of that kind of crap. It's just angels who've got powers and whatnot. And, and then so. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so. You guys have obviously mentioned certain myths and, and, and stuff that you believe in and, and don't believe in, right? The reason why I did the trigger one and stuff, because obviously a lot of, for religious people, mm-hmm. the myths will stop when it comes, <laughs> when they encroach on their religion. You know what I'm saying? This is why I kind of laugh when you said, wait, you believe um, that this exists, but not the Loch Ness Monster thing? Because it's like, when it's something that we're kind of familiar with, we're willing to, to say, yeah, this exists, right? <laughs> Or it's real, whatever. It's not a myth. It must be real. Da, da, da. It's accurate. But if it's somebody else's belief system or someone else's culture, it's like, nah, that's foolishness. But yeah, I say all that to say this. Stuff like the Tooth Fairy, yeah? Do you believe like, like uh, the story of the Tooth Fairy, which I'll, I'll read out in a minute. Um, these myths, all these myths come from real things or... But obviously, a kind of change with time, and and you know, what I mean, their meanings have, have been adapted, and things yeah. like that. I thought just to give kids a good time. Okay, I think they all have an origin, and it was the origin was probably just based off of real life events, and then as time goes on, they just get mystified to become fairy tales and become magical. But they probably just came from real life events. Okay, and why do you think people? Do you feel, okay? Let me ask you this: Do you feel like most people believe that what no. you just said? That it come from real life events, but with time, da 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 da. Most probably, if they think deeply into it, most probably because do we believe in magic and all this mystic shit? Not really. So, ah, but you said you did. Remember, black magic. Believe more so when I say black magic, I mean take away the word magic. I'm more talking about devil worshiping. Okay. And I feel that black magic comes from devil worshiping. The word magic, I didn't make that word. I'm just using it because mm-hmm. that's what we use to describe it. But it's more so devil worshiping that I, I think is real. Okay. Cool. So if, if you feel as though most people um, would say that a lot of this stuff is based on real stories, but obviously they've changed with time mm. and become fairy tales and all that type of stuff, why do you think we still carry on these practices? So for example, with the tooth fairy. Who's we? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I guess, I guess like, we, we, in, in well, Europe... Well, parents carry it on because it's something like Esther said to entertain, entertain kids. Okay. Because there isn't a tooth fairy. It's your parents that are putting the pound underneath your pillow, in it? So... Mm. Tooth fairy doesn't exist. Your parents are putting the money there. They're just entertaining their, their kids. Isn't it? They're keeping their kids innocent. Okay. Is that what you guys think as well? Yeah, 100%. It has to be because there's no tooth fairy putting the, the, the yeah, money there. I would like parents. to know where the, that story of the tooth fairy comes from. 
Okay, I'm with it. You. He's magically find, finding money. Well, apparently, in uh, medieval medieval Europe, children's teeth were thought to be good luck to ward off witches and bad spirits, right? Mm. So the idea of exchanging a tooth for coins originated in Scandinavia. So what would happen is these Vikings would pay children for a lost tooth, right? And so these teeth, these teeth were worn like as necklaces mm. to kind of protect them and all this type of stuff. So it basically became a thing where the idea of exchanging a tooth for coins started to spread throughout the rest of Europe. And then, um, yeah, stuff like that, man. So while the tooth fairy, as children know her today, didn't make an appearance until 1900s, far later, the tooth myths and the rites of passage have existed in numerous cultures from, for eons. So they thought the teeth were good luck. Mm-hmm. Where's the money coming from? They would pay for it. So, they, so they, they would pay, I'm paying you for your teeth. To They're stealing me. people's teeth. No, but they're not, not, they're not asking you to pull it out. <laughs> As I say, when it drops out, yeah, I'll well give then, it to you. Because you don't ask for consent when you take the teeth. They pay you them. Okay. Yeah, they're paying you. No, but a tooth, is that how a tooth, but tooth fairy don't work like that? No, 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 no but that, it, it, it changed with time. It okay. Yeah, yeah. So imagine it got to a time, I'm just making this up, right, where people stop believing this stuff, right? And so kind of the economy for kids mm. would, would, would fall overnight, innit? Once people stop believing. So maybe it became a thing where it's like, okay, cool. Let's not stop the practice. Let's mm. enable this type of behavior to yeah. continue because it's a tradition, it's part of our culture. Mm. So the parents now will just take up that mantle and then just give the money <coughs> and things like this. Yeah, that makes sense to me. How about the, the look in the mirror and say something three times? What's that one? That's um, Candyman. Candyman. That's from a movie. Did what? you do that? I've done it before. Did anything happen? Mm-mm. <laughs> Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> What's the Bloody Mary one? It's the same thing. Ah, uh, okay. And how about the the boogeyman under the bed? Movie again. Yeah, it's all the same. That's all the same stuff. I've tried all of them. They haven't come. Yeah, but those all come from films. So it's made up. Someone, a, a writer, made that up. And he's in his house, in his bedroom. Yeah, but you didn't know when you was a kid, though. <clears throat> I did, because I was watching the movie. Yeah? <laughs> what do you mean I didn't know? What, if, when you was a kid, if you said Candyman in the Mirror? I knew it was. I knew it came from a film, so I knew it wasn't real. How did you know that? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think Candyman was real. It's a character. What do you mean? How old was you when Candyman was that? I don't know. The same age as you. So, now when you were a kid, you didn't know Candyman wasn't real. I did because it came from a movie. How do you know what movies are? Are you insulting my intelligence? What's, what's going on? I don't know what movies are. Well, how old was you when it came out? I don't know when it came out. That's what I'm saying. So certain things you see as a kid, how do you know that it's not real? Because it's from a film. It's a fictional character, bro. That, that's like asking me, as a kid, did I know that X-Men was, wasn't real? Spider-Man wasn't real? Any cartoon I watched, any any program I watched, I knew they were fake. I knew it was fictional. Power Rangers, I knew it was a fictional character. Cat, um, cartoons probably easier to understand. Okay, Power Rangers. You was a bit older by the time Power Rangers came out, though, when, when, when did Candyman come out? 80s, son. And then what should then? I was too young. Didn't it? I was too young. Let me check. Maybe. Late 80s. Mm. Have you seen the new one? There was a new one that I saw like maybe like last year, you know, on um, Amazon Prime. It's got the original guy in it, but it's another guy. Yeah, it's a bit of a long one. But it's, it's a decent, decent watch. It came out in 1992. Okay. So... I was definitely old enough to understand that I was watching the film. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, 
How do you think some of these myths died? So obviously, yeah, we kind of did the whole two fairy one, yeah? yeah. But if you can think of a particular myth that you think is erroneous, yeah, or stupid, or whatever, mm. or even one that you can understand why it has its place in society, how do you think that particular one that you're thinking of started? Um, I think this all came from just just like the two fairy one, just an act or one person just made it up and it just it just spread. It's hard. It's hard to say. Like even the whole. Um, What's the one you mentioned, Esther, about the... The yam. No, not the yam. Oh. What is it? Walking on a drain? Oh, yeah, crack. Um, Walking on a crack and you break your mum's back. Yeah, someone just... A a single person made that up and it just just Mm. spread. But do you feel like some of these things came from real things? So, for example, you stepped on the crack and then that person went home and their mum was trying to get something on top of her cupboard, fell down, brought it back. And And they've linked it like that. Because I feel like all of these things came from real events. I think it came from joblessness. Yeah, yeah, they came from real events, <laughs> but when there's no actual correlation between them, like, how do you make it believable? I just, I don't know, like, okay, cool. I stepped on the crack, and then when I got home, something bad happened. Mm. Why is that related to you stepping on the crack? There's so many other things that happen in your day. Why is that the, the poignant thing you've decided to say, you know what, this is the reason why it happened? Mm. No, no, you're right. Yeah, but I th- Even the whole, um, okay, cool, what's the other one? Break a mirror. You get um, seven yeah. years bad luck. I think it's because a lot of the time people people may have revered these type of items. So, for example, there would have been a time when mirrors were like, "Wow, this is amazing. Mm. It's expensive. This that, and the third. Yeah. And somebody's done something stupid and broken it. Mm. And for some reason, everyone's maybe shunned them in the community for mm. a long length of time. Mm. So maybe seven years or whatever. Yeah. And then that's how. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then people's like, "No, nah, if you do this, this will happen to you," and it becomes something that. Just carried on. That's what I think, anyway. Yeah, you know, I think most of these things come from a real place or a real sequence of events, and and they just they just become mainstays in society. But like, no one really believes if you walk underneath um, a sign oh, yeah. or whatever that's something. I mean, we don't believe in it, but people just do it because it just becomes just becomes a part of society, isn't it? Mm. But when you really think about it, no one really really believes it. No, you just become used to doing it. Struggling. Is that your throat, pause? No, I'm done. Oh. Can't make it they tried to come for you, How man. about the evening? Yeah, it should be fine. What time is that? 7.30? 7 o'clock. Cause don't look at me like that. Why Basically. Do do that? Why did he do that? I don't know why he does that. Because it says 7.30. But I've got to be there for 7. Yeah, I just think we should be on the safe side. You can be parking your car at 7. Okay. So we can find parking, all that kind of vibe. Because if we're late, they won't let us in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there at seven. Yeah. Going on. Sorry, people. No worries. Get well, get well. You're tough, right? Yeah. You're tough with your <laughs> two different says bad man. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of it all. <laughs> that's, that's a hearty laugh. You know, say, but no. You see, you coughed over your head. Mm. <laughs> that's for you. You're going to dodge that. <sighs> see you later yeah so like obviously like I said I didn't want to do trigger warning stuff right but why do, why do you feel like certain things we believe and we can kind of say this is nonsense but certain other things we're like nah this is definitely real some things just don't make sense man yeah. some things just don't make sense it doesn't like when it's explained to me mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense it doesn't come together for me so I can't believe it just because you believe it that's good for you and your mindset. 
Mm-hmm. But I can't take that on. I can't believe anything that everyone believes. Otherwise, I'm a confused human being. Mm. Isn't it? Not, not everything that everyone believes, but obviously I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. But why, why do you believe, for example? Don't that... bring up Jesus. No, 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 not Jesus. Okay. I was going to bring up Jonah. A different J. <laughs> I believe Jonah was in the belly of the fish. I know that. But why? If, if You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't that in the same sort of realm as any other type of myth? No. Because I've read about Jonah. Yeah, I ain't read about I ain't read yeah. about stepping on crack and breaking mum's back. Yeah. No, but that, that's that's just like a nursery rhyme though. That sort of thing. It's not a nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> some think, people really live by it. Like yeah. they, some people avoid cracks. Some some myths and all these things. Some of them come with actual well, not the myths and stuff, but some things that like religion they mm-hmm. come with you know evidence of sorts. Books that we can read. Come with receipts. Right? Books is not evidence, especially it's, if it's, it's more it's more evidential. It's later. more evidential than hearsay. All the other stuff that has that has nothing. No, nothing tangible. So if you were to ask me, okay, cool, why would you believe in religion more so than other things? At least, at least religion has something tangible I can read. Whereas give me a source of reference behind if I break a mirror, I get seven years bad luck. Walking on a crack, give me tangible evidence. There's none. It's just, it's just also, words. Also, <laughs> those, they, have, they have lessons there. There's yeah. like moral lessons there. Mm-hmm. Saying your name or saying whatever it is that you're saying to Candyman in the exactly. mirror. What's the lesson there? What's the morals there? What like? Yeah. What life lesson is there? Mm-hmm. So Jonah's story has life lessons that helps me in how it is that I should, I want to live moving mm-hmm. forward. A lot of these myths are just nothing but, not yeah. even, I, I don't want to say fear mongering, but sometimes they, they're just yeah. based, they, for me, they feel some, some of these things feel like baseless conversations. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing tangible, nothing substantial about this. It's just words. But you know that all the stuff that you see in the, in the Bible and stuff like this, all of these things were oral tradition first. Then someone wrote it down. So really, the only difference is that you've got a culture or a civilization that decided or learned how to write, right, and record all their, their history and stuff and write it down and it was passed on. But some other civilizations maybe just kept them as oral tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, but surely that's not the... That shouldn't be a deciding factor between what's real and what's not. That's real. definitely one of them. It definitely and is also, one of them. but how is it evidence though? Do you get what I'm saying? It's Wh- more, evi- it's more evidential than something that has no evidence at all, though. Well, you know, when no, you, but when wh- you why start is writing something you, down, evidence? but when you start, when you have a piece of information mm. and you tell somebody else, tell somebody else, tell somebody else, that story starts to change yeah. the more exactly. it goes round, right? Mm-hmm. Jonah's story, everyone knows Jonah's story. Jonah's story is there, is done. No one can change that, right? However. The that's your business. I'm not even I'm not even engaged because I told you not to bring up Jesus and here we are talking about Jesus. But the other things are hearsay. But I feel like when it comes to life, yeah, it's not everything you have to subscribe to. Yeah, hundred percent. So really and truly, that's just really the answer to yeah, it. Well, that, I don't some some myths yeah. makes make make sense to me and some don't. And that's just really it. It doesn't it's not a myth Olympics. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me and I don't, I don't resonate with it. So I'm not buying into that. And everyone pick and picks and chooses what they believe in. Is it? Name me one person who believes in everything, believes in every religion, believes in every myth. No. This, this is precisely what I'm getting at. Yeah, this, is, this is why. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I yeah, but that's, human, that's human beings though. You, you, yeah. Yeah, so what's, what's the point? No, I, I'm not saying it's a silly thing or anything. I, it, it's just me saying, how come we're able to say, okay, you know what? This works for me. And it's exactly the same as the other thing. But that doesn't work for me. Do you get what I'm saying? Is it some form of indoctrination or is it no. something else? Yeah, but that's th- because why does veganism work for you but eating meat doesn't work for you? But, but those are not myths though. No, 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 no,
in life, you make choices every single this day. This is it. Yeah. What you eat, what you wear, mm-hmm. your Where you go. mindset, your like. Yeah. You've made a choice with everything you do. Hundred percent. Exactly. But so, it's, ba- it's so based. So is that a lot of myths as well? Yeah, but but like like you guys were saying, yeah, you, like well, you said you were saying it's like there's evidence to it, right? Yeah. With the whole vegan and not eating meat or whatever, that is is trial and error. I I I was eating meat. I stopped eating meat. Mm-hmm. I looked at the results. Mm-hmm. This is better for me. I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah. But at least I'm saying I've tried both. You know what I'm saying? And this is the evidence. This is the trial and error. Yeah, but you know, like when it comes to myths and being told things, mm-hmm. my form of trial is me hearing it out. What do you mean hearing it out? Like when someone tells me something, brings up a myth to me or whatever, mm. I hear you out. I hear the reasoning behind it, and I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, I've tried it. I don't have to live like. Trying in that sense of myths and stories and whatnot is not me living in, in those myths for a few days, a few months, see yeah. how I react to it. Yeah. No, it's me giving you the space to tell me what it is that you believe. Mm-hmm. You've said it, you've explained it, you've done that, done that. I'm like, okay, yeah, that doesn't really, I don't, I don't resonate with that. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't resonate with that. Mm. So I move on from it. Yeah. I've tried it. I've heard you out mm-hmm. and I believe what I believe and that's it. Yeah. And I think a big component as well is the fact that we here all these myths and legends when we're kids, when we're impressionable, when we're young. So if you told a 38-year-old man for the first time about breaking the mirror and you know having seven years bad luck, he'll probably tell you to get the fuck off his face. But if you tell a kid that who's young and impressionable... Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but you tell a 50-year-old man that Jonah was swallowed by a whale <laughs> for three days. No yeah, food, but you know, like, The thing is, you're he, he comparing... No, but faith, yeah, comparing people's faiths to mythical tales is mm. very different because again no no let me no, just I'm talking about talking. when you first hear it so you, that story that you told about if you tell a 50 year old man who's never heard that before mm-hmm. for the first time yeah it's not necessarily that he's he's he's, he's going to believe you that's what i'm saying to you uh, what i'm trying to say is yeah but no, 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 no but that's the whole point i'm making as a as a child yeah, yeah. we believed all these things oh don't step on the crack don't walk between batman's legs yeah. because we were kids mm-hmm. You can't tell that to a twenty year to a twenty year old, twenty five year old. I'm I'm agreeing with you, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. A lot of these belief systems, these religious stuff, you have to be introduced as a kid too. Yeah. To believe them. Not necessarily. And, and this not, not all the time, but this this is the reason why sometimes when you're raised in something, you don't mm. question it as much. Because like that's all you know to be true. Yeah. And so when you get to 30, 40, 50, mm. you still believe that this is the case. Yeah, you I, I agree from. with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But actually, that's not everybody then, because not everyone. Yeah, that's how you know. Like that's how you. I feel like that's where faith has a different impact in in your life. In that the way you're raised with something, you then grow up to be an adult, and you decide to know God for yourself and build a relationship with God with God for yourself. Read the Bible for yourself outside of what it is that you're told in Sunday yeah. school, outside of what you're told wherever, outside of what your parents have told you and whatever else, mm-hmm. and you discover that for yourself. For me, not understanding what like comparing people not believing in a myth about whatever it could be and then believing in god for me that's not equal waiting because of what of what faith is so even if it's someone who's 50 years old and has just been told mm. um the example you you gave mm. and has also just been told about jonah's one if jonah's one make, makes more sense to them it makes more sense to them but yeah. i don't think it's silly for me to believe in god and not believe in myths yeah that other, for me, other human beings have created. That doesn't do, make sense to me. Do, do you know what it is? I, I think for me, yeah. I, I, I want you to see what I'm saying differently. Yeah? 
I'm not saying believing in God. I'm saying believing in the stories that, yes, you believe God inspired. You know what I'm saying? But the Bible was written by man. We know this, right? Inspired by the Holy Spirit, right? But it's still written by man. And so you get many people across the world who say, I believe in God, but mm. they don't believe in the Bible. I believe in God, but I don't believe in the Torah or the Quran or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not comparing the believing in God with believing in a myth. I'm basically saying the stories mm. in a, a myth that we don't care about, yeah. the European myth, for example. Yeah. Why is it that we won't believe that, but we'll believe in a myth also, because they fall into the same category mm. of stories that it's just written down because some and belong things, to a faith. Because some things that you read may more make may make more sense to you. So you might read a story and this story makes sense to you. You can actually see how this may have came to be. And some stories you can't really comprehend them. So to yeah. you, it's not really real to you because okay, cool. This is a bit far fetched in my opinion. Yeah. This story sounds real, sounds tangible, sounds coherent, but this story sounds a bit a bit too made up. Yeah. And that's people decide what 100% they're right. able to, to mm. digest and what they can believe in. You yeah. know what I mean? 100, I 100% and for me, I feel like even like the story of Jonah, I don't see that as a story of Jonah. I see that as a story about God. Okay. Like Jonah's, Jonah's story of being in the, in the shark's or whale's belly mm. for three days, whatever, is a foreshadow of when Jesus was going to die and be buried three days and resurrect on the third day. That's what that is, right? I'm glad but you said that. Don't relax. No, no, no. I'll come Just back to it. it makes wait a sense. Second. <laughs> but, so for me, like, all of that as well. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't see it as a story about yeah. Jonah. Like when it comes to the Bible, I don't see because if I don't believe a story about Jonah, or I'm questioning a story about Jonah, then I'm questioning a story about Jesus. Then, then I'm questioning a story about all the apostles. Then I'm I'm questioning all the stories. And for me, it's then you don't believe in God. Yeah, of course, you cannot believe in God. I get what you're saying, but the reason why I said you, I'm glad you said that is because I now want to ask you this: Do you feel like, like you said, right? Mm. That story, the three days, all these type of things, they're not coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Those amount of days and and why three is used throughout the Bible a certain amount of time and, and seven and all this type of stuff, right? Do you feel like, like you said, it's a foreshadowing of what Christ was going to do? That a story was being told. Something that didn't really happen historically. No, it happened. But, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you feel like, well, you kind of answered it, yeah. But more so like the story was kind of a prophecy for people to understand that this is what's going to happen in a real way with Jesus. But this event with Jonah didn't happen. No. Do you get where I'm coming from? It happened. Okay. It happened and it was a prophecy. Okay, Two cool. things to be true at once. 100%. It, was, it happened okay. and the purpose of it happening was to prophesy what was to come. Okay, cool. All right, I hear you. Um, my next question was going to be based on that, pretty much. Do you guys feel as though... Um, a lot of myths are just were just ways of explaining phenomena that at the time people didn't fully understand. Do you get where I'm coming from? So, so maybe somebody thought, you know what? Obviously, when I look at the world and I look at how things, you know, evolve and, and things of that nature, mm. it makes sense to me that every human being or every living thing, I should say, came from the ground. So, therefore, in a very sped up version of let's just say evolution, let's just say you believe in evolution. Right, a very sped up version of those billions of years for us to get man. We say God started the process, mm. but He really just molded them out of, out of the ground, and this is how it worked. You know what I'm saying? So instead of talking about all the scientific stuff in between and the evolution and the cells doing this and cells doing that and all this other stuff, we just condense this into five verses and say essentially this is what happened. 
The mm. creator is there. God did this. Yeah. He came from the ground mm. and we have man. Or do you believe that the myth itself was real? So God himself took a actual tangible amount of dust, molded it, no. breathed into it. So I believe okay. all those statements are like metaphors okay to describe the process like you said it's, uh -huh. a, it's a it's a way of summarizing what happened in a condensed story right uh -huh. um and to me yeah it's like it's to me i've always looked at it as um metaphoric okay okay not actual not not verbatim like he mm. actually had clay and he molded it exactly. and let it be life and you just became a person no okay 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 cool so then essentially you do believe in myths I'm not saying you, you, you didn't mm. say that in the beginning anyway, yeah. but essentially you believe that some of these stories are myths. They didn't historically happen, yeah, but they are real. Do you I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. They're in, real, but they're not historically accurate. It came from somewhere, like the whole tooth um, fairy thing. Fairy. That makes sense to me. Something that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Because the actual origin story makes sense and how it's evolved makes sense too. I think they all came from a real place and real events mm -hmm. um, and just changed over time. Changed over time. Okay. I hear you. Esther, you don't mind. Do you kind of see it the same way as well? Or do you see it as every single story? I'm missing the initial question. <laughs> do you believe that every single story in the Bible mm -hmm. is real as it is said, mm -hmm. right? Or do you feel like it's real in that the event occurred, but not exactly in the same way. And it was told in that particular way so we can have an understanding of it. So I gave the examples to Yusuf about Adam and Eve, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say the ancients during that time who actually wrote it mm -hmm. from oral traditions, this, that, and the third, said, you know what? We can kind of see from just life and, and what God has kind of put into our brains mm -hmm. that we came from the ground at some point in time, right? Mm -hmm. The process of evolution. But we kind of condense the billions of years or however many years we don't even know yeah. it was into a chapter in the Bible saying, mm. you know what? We have a creator. We acknowledge that. We can just come out of thin air. Yeah. But God did it from the ground, condensed the six billion years, whatever it may be, mm. into a chapter. Mm. And so man has come forth. Or do you believe God himself physically created the earth, saw the ground and molded the ground, was happy with it and breathed air into it? Do you get I'm coming from? Um, I mean, I don't know what I don't know God about God's business like that. I don't know how <laughs> God cool. created. I feel like thinking about how it is that God actually yeah. physically created human beings. Mm -hmm. That's beyond me. Like, that's beyond me. Okay. In that's, itself, so that's not. That's I can't think anyone. of that. I can't yeah. even begin to think about that. Yeah. But I think when it comes to the stories as well, I do believe those they happened, and I do believe that the gist of it is what it is. But people report things differently. So some of, for example, Jesus's miracles and stuff, they reported differently depending on which um, which disciple was reporting it. Mm. Some of them are just quick straight to the point. Mm. Some, of them, some of them like the details yeah. and will create an ambiance and make you feel like you're literally yeah, right there stuff, at the yeah. wedding. And, do you get what I mean? So, but I do believe the stories are real and the gist of what it is, is there. Okay. Because in all of these stories, regardless of how reported it is, the context of what you're meant to get out of it is present in all those stories. This is it. And so, yeah, but I do believe that they are real. But when it comes to like how God, I do believe God breathed in our nostrils or whatever part mm -hmm. of our body was for us to get air. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to how it was that he actually created us, that's beyond me okay. to think about. Ben, what about you? What are you thinking? Um, <clears throat> I'm compromised. <laughs> All right. I actually, I can see what it is human beings can 
use these minerals and um, metals to create. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe that God could take the sand and form man. Yeah. Do you understand? And yeah. breathe life into man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is that he lips Adam. I, I'm not saying that. But if we can create what I can Why see around me. Why <laughs> breathing, you know, it's physical. That part is obviously metaphoric. I mean, just, you know, playing words and that, whatnot. But if we can do this, then 100%, he can do much, 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 much better. Yeah. But it doesn't take me, like, a, a, um, a while to basically delve into something that is um, fantastical. To be yeah. I'm already there. Yeah. yeah. I am organized. So how do you see all the other stories then? Do you feel like... I think it's just... Those people who, who, who told those stories, it was their, their way of um, relaying it. Okay. In, in, in its very, very base form, mm-hmm. I believe it to be as it is that it was depicted, just a little bit of seasoning. Okay. When I say seasoning, it's just how people tell stories. You know, some are poetic, mm-hmm. um, some are just blunt and uh, whatnot. I guess it's the, the grasp of language at the time. And the person who, who was telling the story. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you don't mind, let me give you two stories. Yeah, yeah. Tower of Babel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you believe that they was actually building this tower? T- tower? And, um, yeah. I think they had it in their heart to build a tall building. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't touching... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the levels in which it is that um, some of these um, Dubai um, structures are touching mm-hmm. or the, even mountains and whatnot mm-hmm. um, but I guess it was the heart of the people that God was basically uh, saying oh is that what you're trying to do alright mm. cool cool mm. and in fact let me give you an extra story Jonah what do you think about that was he in the whale for three 100%. days 100% okay 100% okay and the last one... And um, I'm, I'm not even suggesting that it can be replicated. I'm not suggesting that you can actually be swallowed mm-hmm. up by a big whale and still and live. There. Yeah, of course. I believe that even in him being swallowed up, mm-hmm. God gave him the ability to be alive in, in a that particular time. space. Yes. Yeah. And may not ever happen again. I, yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Third story. Elijah, right? Yeah. He um, essentially escaped death, right? Because he was taken in the chariot. Mm. Yeah. Right. Also, Enoch. Yes. Forget Enoch though, because Enoch's not. It's not much. It's his story. Right. Because they removed it. But he didn't write <laughs> the book himself. You know what I'm saying? No, he didn't. Yeah. So it's like it's still. But you say when you say he didn't write the book, a lot of these particular prophets and whatnot didn't yeah. write these books. Yeah, exactly. The stories that are passed on that that was now less. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Yeah. Record it. But the reason why I'm saying Elijah because the story is more common for people to know. Right. They yeah. can they can just open the Bible yeah, right yeah. now and check. Do you believe he was taken up in a chariot or a UFO? So, yeah. So, a, a UFO is just our definition of what these okay. things look like today. It wouldn't have been called a UFO back in the day. Yeah. It might have just been called a fire, uh, um, a, a, chariot, a chariot okay. of fire. Uh-huh. Just, uh, because in their estimation, uh-huh. they would have maybe seen some form of uh, propulsion that looked like... Mm-hmm. <sighs> And they're like, oh, that resembles fire. Yep. And that metal is something I've 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 only seen in like brass and this and next and mm-hmm. cups. But wow, 
Mm. And and that's what they would have deemed as um, a chariot, mm. something that carries something. Yeah. They only knew it as a chariot, so they said it's a chariot. Okay. Not cool. A chariot that's flying. Interesting. I hear you, I hear you. Makes sense. I'm a compromise, man. You can't you can't talk logic to me, you get me? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put me down to earth. I'm really dare. Um Yusuf, if you don't mm. mind, let me ask you this question as well, yeah. Mm. In a story where Muhammad um gets told Also you're assuming I know the story about Karen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but in, in the story where Muhammad basically is instructed on how many prayers that we're going to be able to... Okay. That, yeah, f- the five prayers, basically. Mm. Um, initially, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, right? He, Again, you're assuming I know the story. Uh, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, the story um, is along the lines of um, him being told to go and consult, I think it was... Um, consult God, yeah, or, or something or an angel, uh, about how many prayers mm. I should tell the people to be praying every day. And he was told about 50 at first. Mm. As he's coming down from the heavens, right, he's um, told by, is it, is it Moses or Abraham? How many prayers did um, God tell you yeah. or the angel tell you? Yeah. He's like, oh, they told me 50. And he's like, big man, <laughs> you know the people won't be able to commit to 50. Yeah. Go back and ask for less. Mm. He goes back, he gets 40. Comes back, da-da-da-da-da, mm. whittle down all the way to five. A story like that, do you feel like that physically happened? Where Muhammad is actually going up, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Into the into the different heavens, getting this information back, going down, speak to Abraham, yeah. da, 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 da. Or do you feel like it's more so a way to just relay um that God wanted us to pray five times, but ordinarily he would want us to pray more times because of how we are as human beings yeah. and we can't commit to that. Yeah. Let me give you five so you don't feel bad about it. And it's easier for you to manage. Well, I've never heard that story before. Okay. So just to uh, make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way you described it, I think a more tangible way to understand that would probably be just Muhammad praying to God mm. and asking for less prayers as opposed to walking up mm. stairs and coming back down. Yeah. So him praying and him saying, oh, God spoke to me, mm-hmm. then telling um, Abraham um, the results of the whatever. And then that's probably how it happened. If, okay. if, if anything, I don't think there was a natural tangible walking upstairs physical hey god coming back down mm-hmm. hey no okay cool okay okay it's in- interesting interesting i think yeah it's interesting it's like it's like and this is why i was saying to you brent i feel like myths are real because it's like esther mm-hmm. f- correct me if i'm wrong believes every single story in the bible as it's written right right as it's written isn't it? yeah okay cool as it's written Yusuf, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. believes every single story in the Quran, but doesn't necessarily see it as historically accurate. It's more so, the, the more, most important thing is actually the moral of the story. Yeah, not that it happened and not, that exact yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. But then to me, I still see that as, it's still real. Do you get I'm coming from? Not historically accurate, yeah. but the myth itself is real because it, what, of what it produced. Well, but what's, what's more important then? The myth itself or how it's been told and how it's been related to us. This is what I'm saying. I, I think the the, sto- the the meaning. Hold on, I said I don't know this. No, but you're saying yours is historically accurate. That's the only difference. Yeah, but I said stories. that people have reported it differently because of how it, people's styles of writing. However, mm. the context, the gist of it, yeah. what you're meant to learn from it mm. is present in every person's story regardless of how it is that they've told it. Yeah, but that's that's more so about 
the story of Jesus in the four Gospels. The reason why I'm saying that is because at least you, you've got all the disciples there mm -hmm. seeing it. Kind of like all of us could be at a free shot show, for example, and you'll say yours experience is different to yeah. mine. But we're all there. We all know it's still true. Yeah, but even but like the with other the stories in the Old Testament, there's only the person who's writing. Who's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then I believe it, how, how it happened. I do believe yeah. Moses went up to the mountain and he came down and they were acting the damn fool <laughs> at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. So, yeah, I do believe it have, as it's written. All right, cool. That's the only thing I can go by. Mm. All right. Do right, you believe cool. in vampires? You not mean? you, not you. Not mean? you. You. Me. Yeah, because we haven't asked you about what you what you believe in, innit? So yeah. vampires. Um Yes. I believe that vampires um have existed. I'm not sure if they still do. In what form? As when human... you say vampires, my understanding is Okay, yeah, that's what we should ask. Yeah. Because is... I don't believe they live for thousands of years. A thousand years. So you didn't think that they were like um, Highlander? Uh, Obviously he was Highlander. a vampire, but he was immortal, right? Okay. So you don't, you believe that they sucked blood. Yeah. And they couldn't walk during the day because of the sun? Um, potentially, yeah. What does that mean? Because I, I still see that as potentially um, That's a, a, a condition. Seasoned myth. Oh, what? A condition of a human being. So a human being, ah, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, who maybe have... Um, we've got maybe a name for that condition today. To be honest, I've met a guy in the gym who, when it is, he can't basically, basically be exposed to sun too long until it is... Yeah. Exactly. So something like but that. He doesn't turn into bite fire. <laughs> and you don't bite people? No. Okay, I thought he was going to say something. No, 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 no. So no. something like that, where certain people are maybe shunned from, the, from, from society and maybe they... Um, I don't know, at some point in time, maybe some people saw them where they just came out of a cave and saw them biting into a piece of meat, saw blood on their fangs, and it's like, huh? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but really, it's a human being who's been shunned by community, needs to survive. And, so you, you know don't believe in vampires as the mythical... No, not, not as that being historically it's accurate. It's just cannibals. Essentially. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I actually believe in vampires. Vampires, right? Okay. Like only because I, I believe in the whole gene splicing with the fallen angels and man. Okay. Do you understand? Because they mix the uh, DNA with different animals with human DNA. So mm -hmm. the whole bat and the human, um, they, they were mm. human beings running around with fangs like flipping bats and drinking blood mm -hmm. like that. And when it is God sent the flood, it was to wash off all of those particular things. The same okay. principle stands with the mermaids because the same way... How you have the man and fish joined together. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in different civilizations, you have these particular um, beings that live in the water. The um, uh, demons of the, the marine kingdom. Well, I was telling you about that the other yeah. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the same flipping principle. Okay. And that's why it's, I, I believe that they exist and I believe that they still flipping exist. And that's why I also believe in the whole Loch Ness Monster because it's just a dinosaur that's, that was. Um, mm, was it that hasn't been extinct, extinct. Yeah, and I believe that they're still. Um, Sea creatures like that mm -hmm. that are in the deep recesses of the ocean. I believe that though. It's just chilling. Yeah. Kimona dragon. Can that actually breathe fire? I don't know. I was about to say yes, but me, I, f I don't know why, but I feel like they can. I, I, I mean, we Google this. Something like yes. that. I feel like they can. I feel like they can. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? 
But yes, to 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 um to be fair, yeah, some some of those stories that you're talking about, like the Marine Kingdom one, the mermaids, mammy water, and all that type of stuff, I believe in those as well, you know. <laughs> I definitely believe in those. But I feel like some of them are just more so spiritual and sometimes can take on somewhat of a physical form or at least appear to be physical to the people that see them. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that there's definitely truth to those. They don't breathe breathe fire. They don't? No. Okay, cool. That's a myth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, that you believe in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's... that's. Um, but I believe in those dragon things, though. Why? As in, I believe, sorry, I believe they existed. I don't believe and they're still here. did breathe fire? I believe so. Why? Yeah. I don't know, because I, I just feel like it might have been possible. I feel like maybe they, they maybe had a different um, system in them where, for example, they produced maybe higher levels of... Um, uh, methane gas or mm. high levels of you know what I'm mm. saying something else mm. that enable that type of feature to occur mm. yeah that's, mm. that's why mm. yeah yeah cool cool yeah. no also I'm gonna say some of these things are just completely made up though like oh 100% yeah like just completely and utterly just made up and there's no truth to it whatsoever it, but because it's been around for so long mm-hmm. we're just programmed to believe it but some things are just literally just made up it's made up 100%. I agree with you as well and, and maybe that's just to maybe protect people from doing certain things, isn't it? So maybe don't go down there because there might be a monster, you know what I'm saying? There Stuff like go. that. Yeah. Um, also, if you don't mind, before we wrap up, I wanted to read um, another myth that was um, that's written in the in these notes. And this is about the story of Anansi. So everyone pretty much knows the story of Anansi. When I say Brian everyone... Nancy. Huh? Brian Anansi. Exactly. So... When I say everyone, I mean basically Africans, West Indians, all that type yep. of stuff, Af- African-Americans as well. And basically, this comes from Ghana, right? But obviously during the slave trade, these stories was passed on and kept. And a lot of people kind of evoked the spirit of Anansi or remembered the stories of Anansi to help them through um, the tough um, times of slavery. And basically the word comes from, uh, it means spider in a kind of language, right? In Chui. Um and basically, yeah, like I said, it, it spread to the West Indies, Suriname, Sierra Leone, all over that area. And basically, Nancy is, um, in the stories, he's always like a trickster. Kind of like a shoe that I was telling you, Brett. Mm. Right? And, um, yeah, Anansi was celebrated as a symbol of slave resistance and survival because Anansi is able to turn the tables on his powerful oppressors by using his cunning and trickery. You know what I'm saying? And that model of behavior is what was um, kind of used and evoked um, by slaves to gain the upper hand when, you know, within the confines of the plantation power structure. It's a big up. I haven't heard the word Nancy man. since I was in primary school. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even just Googling all the books. Mm. I think it was a Nancy and Mr. Drybone that I read in school. Mm. I don't think I heard of that one. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I think we can move on from there. Nice, let's get into our headlines. All right, people. So the next headline, you guys know Rupert Murdoch, yeah? The media mogul. Apparently, he's stepping down as the chairman of Fox and News Corp with his son, Lachlan. If that's how you pronounce the name, forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, he's basically going to be taking his place and heading up both of those companies. So in a memo to employees, Murdoch said the time is right for him to take on different roles. Murdoch, by the way, is 92 years old. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> He's 92 years old. And he launched Fox News in 1996, right? And it's now the most watched TV news channel in the US. 
Murdoch said that he would transition to the role of chairman um, emeritus of both firms in mid-November. He also said our companies are in robust health, as I am. <laughs> <laughs> our opportunities far exceed our commercial challenges. We have every reason to be optimistic about the coming years. I certainly am. And I plan to be here to participate in them. His son, Lachlan Murdoch, is 52. And um, yeah, he's basically the son of, obviously, Murdoch and his second wife. Um, and that the billionaire patriarch has been married four times and has six kids, many of whom followed in, in their father's steps into the family business. The question of succession has la largely come down to the second, third, and fourth kids, Elizabeth Lachlan, who we just mentioned, and James. Lachlan, 52, emerged as a heir apparent during his time as an executive in the late 1990s. However, he left the business in 2005 after a feud with the then boss of Fox News, um, Roger Ailes. And Lachlan returned to his father's empire in 2014, and he, since then he's held that top position. So yeah, long story short, it's going to be going towards going to Lachlan. Next headline. Remember yesterday we were, yesterday or two days ago we were talking about um, Canada accusing India of killing um, one of the basically an Indian guy who's in there in a uh, killing the, uh, one Indian guy who moved to Canada. Because he was more seen as like a rebellious person, mm -hmm. trying to set up his own um, state yeah. to be independent of, of India and all this type of stuff. And obviously, this is a, a big deal because you can't be killing a Canadian citizen on on Canada soil, right? But anyway, long story short, India stopped issuing visas to Canadian citizens <laughs> <laughs> because of this escalating row over the ki the killing of the Sikh separatists on Canadian soil. So India said that the temporary move was due to security threats disrupting work at its missions in Canada. Tension flared this week because the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that India may have been behind the 18th of June killing. But Mr. Trudeau said on Thursday that he was not looking to provoke India with the allegation. I don't know what you're trying to do then. Anyway, India has angrily rejected the allegation, calling it absurd. And speaking to reporters in New York on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly, Mr. Trudeau said that there's no question that India is a country of growing importance and a country we need to continue to work with. He said that Canada was not looking to provoke India or cause problems with the allegation, but is unequivocal about the importance of the rule of law and protecting Canadians. Relations between the countries, key trade and security partners and US allies have been strained for months. Analysts say, say that they are now at all-time low. India's government swiftly made clear that the suspension of the visa services also applies to Canadians in the third country as well. So obviously, they're trying to make it not too bait in it. And last headline, um, again, I don't know if this is linked to <laughs> the, the madness in Venezuela's um, jails that we talked about the other day, but Venezuelans, Venezuelans seeking asylum in the US who are already living in the country will be allowed to work legally under new rules announced by the Biden administration. Apparently, what they're saying is about 472,000 people will be eligible for temporary protected status, TPS, for a period of 18 months. It follows calls by Democrats to expand work access for newly arrived migrants. U.S. cities have been grappling with large numbers fleeing economic and political turmoil in Venezuela. People must have been living in the U.S. on or before 31st of July to be eligible for temporary deportation relief and access to work permits under TPS. If granted, however, they'll be allowed to work while they wait for an asylum determination to be made. Some 243,000, just for context, 243,000 Venezuelans already have the status stemming from 2021 policy that was renewed last year. 
The DHS, which is the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, said that the expansion of protective status for Venezuelans was warranted due to the country's increased instability and lack of safety. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. All right, let's get into some word on road. Okay. I feel like as a celebrity, right, I couldn't imagine anything worse than me going through some deep, deep stuff, fighting for my life, and one of my friends is out here talking to the press, releasing information about me. Because who asked you to do all of that? Basically, I told you guys about Jeannie Mai, um, Jeezy filing for divorce from Jeannie Mai early in the week, I believe. Apparently, a source, a close source of hers, or a friend of hers, a close source, has decided to tell the publications that Jeannie Mai is holding on to hope that Jeezy changes his mind. Don't embarrass me. Don't <laughs> <laughs> embarrass me. Let me fight for my man behind closed doors. I don't need you letting everybody know that that is my story. But apparently, so she is... Apparently she is, allegedly, she's devastated by the fact that he filed for divorce and that's not what she wants and she wants her family unit back and she didn't get married to get divorced and I guess she believes that she, she just wants the marriage to work and she believes it can get through whatever it is that they're dealing with. Mm. Um, and the insider said, Jeannie, is, Jeannie d- deeply loves Jeezy and she wants to work things out. She did not get married to get divorced. This was not part of the plan, and this is not how she ever imagined things would go down. I think that's pretty sad, though. And hopefully they can have conversations and see what it is that's obviously going on. Obviously, there's been a lot of speculation about what it could be. Because um, basically, on, I think she was on a podcast one time, and she was talking about how she didn't realise some of her, like her character traits until she was with him, and he highlighted it to her. Mm. And it's something that she's more conscious of now and working on stuff like that. And people are using that as oh maybe you probably had enough. Shut up. Shut up. People and you have enough of like, your man. People always like to see things fail, innit? I don't know, man. Because people were proper celebrating the day it got announced, and I just thought it was so weird. Like, it was so weird to me. But um, yeah, man, it's sad. And I hope she can get her family back. And whatever it is that's going on, they can deal with it and they can sort it out. So yeah. also, Emma Watson has been in the news. Um I watched a lot of like childhood films of her. What? Oh, what was it? I used to like her, man. I did. Well, she was out here being transphobic on the set of American Horror. No way. Whatever that thing was. What's it called? Sorry, hold on. Where is my link? So basically, there's an actress called Angelica Ross. And she is in American Horror Story. I've never watched that, really. And... um. Essentially, she basically is claiming that while they were on set, Emma Watson made a transphobic comment. So Angelica is a trans woman, black woman, trans woman, right? And so she said that one time Emma was, I think there was a conversation going on or something like that anyway. And then Emma was, Emma said to the director, oh, Angelica's being mean to me. Mm. And then he was like, all right, ladies, like, stop all of this, let's go back to work. And then Emma goes, don't you mean lady? That's wild, you know? That's wild. That is such, that's a wild thing. But, so she, obviously Angelica um, shared the story in her life, whatever, whatever. But Emma's actually called her to apologise, which oh, I think okay, is very nice. progressive and very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So um, Angelica then came back online. This is what I like. I like people keep the same energy they came back with. So she came back online to let people know that, no, she's apologised kind of thing. She said, thank you, um, Emma, Emma Roberts, for, call, for calling and apologising. 
recognizing your behavior was not that of an ally. Um, she said, I will leave the line open to follow up on your desire to do better and support social justice causes with your platform. I think that's very, very healthy. Because, you know, usually we just get back and forth fighting, fighting, fighting all the time. So that's very progressive and very lovely. I'm, I'm glad, you, obviously, you said that. Because people in chat was like, oh, it's Emma Roberts. But obviously, you said Emma Roberts there. Oh, my, did I say Emma Watson? Yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was Emma Watson, didn't it, when you said that? Who's Emma Watson, then? Emma Watson's the Harry Potter one. Oh, my bad, y'all. Yeah. White women, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I meant Emma Roberts. Sorry, the, the sorry why, about that. The reason why I reacted that way, yeah. The person's going to tell me it's Roberts, I swear. I Good morning, caller. Hi, could Esther say Emma Roberts? Is Emma Roberts not, not Emma Yeah, Watson? we're correct that. You're a bit behind on the line. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Cheers. <laughs> Yeah, the reason why I said um, that was crazy is because, sure. because I like I like um, Emma. Is Emma. Let me see who Emma Watson is. You know her. She's she's a she's a child actor person. One sec. Oh, her, I don't know who this woman is. You seen her? I've seen Harry, Harry Potter. No, I don't watch all them devilish things. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she, she was in Harry Potter. Basically, I've seen it. Go. Just to be honest with you. I don't even know who Emma Roberts is, by the way. She's like a woman that goes to my gym. So I think I know this woman. No, Emma Roberts is, um, she's more like in like, you know, like those teen heartthrob, what are they called? There was a name for them back in the day. Chick flick movies. Okay. Was she, so she wasn't legally blonde. She was in one of those things. So she was in Wild Child. That was her thing. There's a film called Wild Child. She was in, she was in that, um, what else was she in that I can say that was known like that? Was she the one in Centrinians? I don't think it was. Yeah. This is um, Roberts. Yeah, this is Roberts, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Sorry, my bad. But yeah, Emma Roberts is who I was talking about, not Watson. Okay. Everyone wrote down Watson, my bad. The reason why I'm saying that is because... So i got to change this. Yeah, I'm um, sorry about that. I've changed in the doc as well. Because um, Emma, Emma Watson, Yeah. right? Like I said, I used to think, oh yeah, she, you know, she's good. But then she came out, apparently, I could be wrong, guys correct me, I think she came out to condemn um, the writer of Harry Potter. What's her name? J.K. Rowling. Oh, J.K. Rowling, yeah. For the trans thing. So when you mentioned that, I was thinking, what? You've condemned... Oh, you condemned you know somebody. Here you yeah, are. exactly. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, my bad. Um, and then somebody else who... Lizzo's going through it, man. So there's another lawsuit that's come up for Lizzo, right? This time is by the fashion designer... And she's basically saying that um, it's the same thing that other girls have said. Basically, she's suing her for bullying, harassment, and racial discrimination. Um, basically saying that she felt like she was living in a madhouse. She actually said this. I felt like I was living in a madhouse. She said that it was totally shocking. She said, I was listening to this black woman on this huge stage have this message of self-love and caring for others and being empathetic and being strong and standing up for others. And I... and. I was witnessing myself, the dancers and the background vocalists and my local team in every city be harassed and bullied regularly. She said that, um, what's it called? The wardrobe manager, Amanda Namura. I need to Google if this woman is white. One second, I'll tell you why it is. I need to Google if she's white in a second. Let's see. Okay, well, she's not white. She doesn't look white. Basically, she was saying how, like, she would... Um, she would, what would she do? She would basically like call the performers fat, call them useless, call them dumb. And then she would force them to change in front of like mostly white male stage crew. 
who would then ludi gawk at them. So it was a whole, it's a whole thing. And apparently, when she spoke about it, the woman who with this new lawsuit, when she spoke about it, she got when she complained about Namura, um, she got fired. Mm. So yeah. And this is obviously similar to what it is that the other three girls have alleged. So it's going to be so interesting to see how this case, what happens with this case. Because it really is everything. She, ugh, These allegations are everything, are the complete opposite of who she's meant to be and what she's meant to stand for. And that is just wild. Like, that would be the wildest thing. But then that's also the entertainment industry. It's about perception. You make people think a certain way, but the life you're living really and truly is very different. So I'll keep you updated on that, of course. What is next that I'm talking about? Oh, Chris Rock. I thought this was so sad. So basically, right, um, Leslie Jones is promoting her memoir, which is lovely. And she's got like a, you know, when they have like a nice little quote or forward written thing by um, by people. Mm-hmm. She's got one by Chris Rock. So she mentioned Chris Rock and she talks about how he had to seek counselling after getting slapped by wow. Will Smith. And before I get into what she said, yeah, I thought it was really, I thought people were laughing online. When we tell people you did therapy now, you'd be acting confused. This is why, because mm-hmm. your heart is of the devil. <laughs> you got wicked, bad hearts. Of course he bloody needs counselling after. He embarrassed him in front of the world. And he used up made him a meme consistently. And the people blamed him for getting slapped anyway. It was a whole thing. So basically, Leslie then said, she said that shit was humiliate, humil- humiliating. It, would, it really affected him. People need to understand his daughters, his parents saw that. He had to go to counselling with his daughters... You can't get you can't see your daddy get slapped. Sad man. Yikes. So she said how basically when she saw me, she was infuriated and she was like, You don't know that I was going to jump in my car and roll up there. I was so mad on so many levels. And she was like, All Chris Rock did was a joke. And she said the thing is she knows Will she knows Will Smith too. And she knows that he couldn't handle what he had done afterwards as well. Mm. But yeah, man. I think that I think that's one of the saddest things that's actually happened. Him being slapped like that. I'm so curious. So, um, like what would be, <laughs> what have been what would have been discussed in the counseling session with his daughter? How do you feel seeing your daddy get slapped? I'm oh, joking. so it was for her. I'm joking. No, I think it was just no, because it's embarrassing, isn't it? Like your kids and whatever else seeing you get slapped. That's wild, you know. And she was probably getting teased in school. That's the thing. She would have been get, they would have been getting teased in school because dad was the dad was a meme. So it's not just embarrassing for him, but it's embarrassing for the kids. Cause the way the kids are, I feel like they're in like probably like college or something like that. So all your friends are gonna be talking about that. So it's all of that stuff that you've got to get into. And they would be angry at him for doing his job and getting slapped. So they would have been they probably would have been have some kind of resentment towards him because now oh. I'm being mocked and whatever else because you went on stage and you did that. Okay. So it's, it's not just affected you, it's affected us as well. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you. It's all right, anytime. Yes to therapy. So yeah, um, so yeah, I, I understand why he, he was he would have gone to counseling and with his daughters as well. So that's very, very sad. I thought that was sad. Uh, what else am I talking to you about? Oh, so basically there's a girl, there's a woman online who did a story time. I haven't seen anything about any of this yet, but... From what I've seen, I believe, I think this is about Zach and Mitch from Love Island that happened like, what, two months ago? Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he has deleted it. So basically, Zach, there was a Space NK event. And Space NK is like a, 
it's like a shop that does like so many like beauty products, like a Harvey Harvey Nichols, mm. that type of vibe, right? They had an event and um, Mitch and Zach allegedly showed up. Mitch and Zach were not, were allegedly not invited to this event. But they got there. This event obviously had like big stars. I had Sabrina Elba there. Mitch and Zach are going on and banging on about how they're the biggest celebrities in this room. First of all, you weren't invited. Secondly, you just got off Love Island the other day. And of all the main characters in Love Island, y'all ain't even it. Y'all not even it. So apparently they were bragging about how they're this and whatever else. And eventually they got kicked out of the, sh they got kicked out of the show. They got kicked out of the show because firstly, it's unclear. The girl didn't really specify who, which one of them did that. But for me, if you're standing there and you watch someone do something stupid, you're an enabler, you're enabling it. Apparently there was a homeless guy that asked them for money, right? Mm. And one of them threw the money at the guy for him to then pick it up from the floor. Awesome. So that was just disgusting anyway. And apparently as well, um, they made a homophobic comment as well. And when this was then reported back to, when the Space NK event organizers heard this, they were like, yeah, you all got to go. Like you got, you got, you got to go. Mm. And the reason why I believe it's true is because Zach actually had posted a picture of him and Mitch at the event. Mm. But obviously they got kicked out. So now the picture is basically gone off his Instagram. Mm. I don't know, man. Being pieces of shit is just not it. At the end of the day, Love Island, with Love Island, yes, Love Island gives you immediate attention, immediate clout and whatnot. But unless you use it and you do something substantial with it, it dies with you. It dies with the memory mm -hmm. people have of you because a new season is going to come. Two more seasons are going to come in the next in the next year. The next nine months even. And people are going to forget you. Like, there's never an excuse to go around being pieces of shit to people and throwing things at homeless people and just treating people with no respect and just walking into rooms thinking that you're the you're the best thing to be in there. Even Beyonce is a humbling room she walks into. Who are you? I just know I find it very, I just, I just find it very very disgusting, very very distasteful. And if it is true as the woman has said, and I have no reason not to believe that is as the woman has said, that is just absolutely disgusting. But speaking of disgusting things, um, I've obviously reported I think a couple of times now about. Mobad, his passing, all the stuff that's been going on with that situation. So I think the last time I reported, I said that his, there were that protest being planned and essentially the fans were basically calling for the government to intervene because there was all this video, photo, all the, all the receipts one can imagine of him being bullied and harassed by Sam Larry, by Nara Mali because he wanted to leave the Malians um, record label. But basically, the most recent update, there's been protests around everywhere. There was even a protest, actually. What day, we, what day is it today? Friday? Friday, 22nd. It was Wednesday. Okay. So, yeah, so on Wednesday evening, there was actually a protest, a candlelight protest in Peckham for him. People have been protesting around the world. New York, there's a whole big post of him in Times Square now. It's just so sad that he's not here to see all of it. But I feel like sometimes, sometimes your purpose isn't just when you're alive. Because he's passing has literally shed so much light to so much darkness. And that's what that was the name he went by. He went by the name Imole, which means light. So, um, yeah. So basically, yeah, he's got all these, everything. Like, even Mick Mills talked about it. Um, Lil Durk has talked about, like, everyone is coming to know his story and coming to know how talented he was and showing their respects and all that kind of stuff that's all going on. So basically, there's been protests going on. And I told you guys about Yabo Joe, who is a legend in the Nollywood industry. So she's actually been pushing for the authorities to actually do something about it and beyond hashtags online and beyond, you know, 
the outrage online. Mm-hmm. So she's basically been pushing for the for the police to investigate all parties that are involved in everything, in his bullying, in her- harassment, from when he passed away to how he was buried to all all of that stuff. They're saying, yeah, all of that needs to be looked into, whatever, whatever. He did file petitions to the police a number of times, asking for protection, asking for um, restraining orders and stuff like that. That was never actioned by the police. So they're asking for that to be investigated and for people to, for, for answers as to why that wasn't done in the first place anyway. And they're also saying moving forward, people who file um, restraining orders or complaints or whatever it is, that actually one detective is assigned to the case so that people are, so we know who to hold responsible to say something goes wrong. Mm. And for all these things to be computerized and not just kept in some paper box somewhere, some file, some box with files or whatever. It needs to be on the computer. So that's what they've been pushing for as well. They've also been pushing for um, arrests of all parties. And that's now a thing now where the police are basically questioned. They've called every single person that's been involved in some way, shape or form that knows something about him and whatever else in for questioning. And that includes Sam Larry and that includes Naramali. Um, they hadn't heard anything back from those two since being summoned to the police for questioning. So I believe they either are currently or they will be declared wanted as of today. And they've said they're going to be um, contacting Interpol because I think they're, they're all over the place, isn't it? They basically, in the words of Naramali, they actually did a Jaguar situation. They ran away. And um, basically, they're going to be declared wanted and they're going to speak to everybody they need to speak to so that wherever it is that they are, they essentially get sent back to Nigeria. What's Jakba? Jakba is to, is to leave. So basically, what it is, is basically people in Nigeria at the moment who want to leave the country. So you want to move, migrate somewhere else. So essentially, it's like running, huh? To Ghana. No, to like, it could be to be actually, yeah. Because essentially, you're, what you wanted, you wanted to escape the struggles yeah, yeah. of Nigeria and not being able to make something of yourself in this place. So the with Jakba, mm. that will run. But when Naramali did it, he was singing in context of he's been he's wanted by the police, mm. so he's going to run. Mm. So Jakba is to run mm. essentially. But people have kind of done a thing where they use it as slang now of when mm. they're leaving the country to mm. get a better future. Okay. So, um, yeah, so all of that's going on. Uh, what else has happened? So, basically, yeah, there now is an autopsy going on. I believe as of last night, the um, police commissioner had actually confirmed that it was done. And now we're just waiting for the results of the autopsy. So, basically, they exhumed his his body. And even with that, there's been a lot of... I don't know, should I trigger warning that? Trigger warning. It's quite detailed and graphic and disgusting. So, trigger warning. If, you, if you're icked out by stuff, just... Put me on mute really quickly. But basically, um, with that situation as well, there's been a whole situation going on. So they got his body out. Actually, before I even get there, you know his dad wanted to bury him on the day he died. Because they hired him because they killed him. So the story is that, yeah, he was ill. They went to hospital. They gave him an injection. When they gave him the injection, he passed out. Iman, there is no death certificate. No doctor declared him dead. Because apparently from when he passed out, the person that was there with him, that went to the hospital with him, mm. carried his body, his alleged dead body out mm. into the car. And that's where he did that snap about, oh my gosh, my bad is dead, my bad is dead. So there was never any doctor's certificate to say like he died. There was no attempts to resuscitate him. He was not declared dead, as far as we know, by a doctor. Because as soon as he passed out, 
the person picked him up and left and left the hospital. And who are you? He's not in family. So who are you that the, the hospital should release a dead body to you? So the nurse that injected him as well has been arrested. Everybody's been arrested because everyone has to be questioned. Everyone's been arrested. Basically, everyone's been called in for questioning and they're doing what they need to do. But basically, when they got his body out, right? Mm-hmm. So trigger warning, tune out, mute it, whatever you need to do. When they got his body out, the people, the locals, were obviously went to see the gravesite. So initially, when they, when they buried him, the reason why they couldn't bury him that night was because the ballet of Ikorodu. Mm-hmm. Ikorodu is the area. The ballet is like the, it's like the chief of the area. So essentially, things can't happen in it here mm-hmm. without him, without his knowledge. Yeah. So they wanted to bury him at nighttime. He didn't give his permission for that. And he was saying they kept calling him relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're not burying somebody at nighttime mm-hmm. where the eyes cannot see what it is that you're doing. Yeah. What is the hurry to bury this person kind of thing? So anyways, when people started calling for um, an autopsy to happen, they then cemented the grave. Before all it was was sand over it. They then cemented the grave. So anyways, yesterday they officially dug him back up. And obviously they just took the body, left the grave, the casket there, which they squeezed him into. Mm. They broke his neck to squeeze him into it. It's a whole thing. Can you imagine? Basically people saw fresh blood in it. What? Yeah. So basically now, people are basically saying that they don't believe he was actually dead Good. when he was buried. And so there's been a lot of science stuff going on in terms of how it is that the body decomposes and blah, blah, blah. And the whole, obviously, the body will, mm-hmm. you know, the body releases stuff and whatever else and blah, blah. And basically, we are saying that, because he was buried nine days ago, his body didn't smell. People were basically saying that when they removed his body, the body still looked like it looked mm-hmm. fresh. It wasn't swollen. It didn't stink. There was nothing because bare people there. There's crowds, a crowd there. So basically, people are now saying that it is possible that actually the injection just made him unconscious, yeah. and that's why they were rushing to bury him, and mm. so he was buried alive. But honestly, it's, it freaks me out. It's literally making me so uncomfortable. But the prayer is that he never really, he never regained consciousness, mm-hmm. because that's wild to think about. That's the wildest thing to, to actually even try to stomach so the prayer is that the autopsy will actually show good results but i'm be honest with you nigeria is nigeria as much as it's a home justice for my bad thing as much as there's all the protests as much as the authorities are saying yes we've called naramali and sam larry and da da naramali and sam larry are friends with the governor of lagos they're boys he's friends with all these politicians I told you guys several times that Naramali, who everyone knows, is high as a kite, 25, 25, 8 a week, <laughs> is out here as the ambassador for the anti-drugs. <laughs> <laughs> anti-drugs organization. So that in itself just tells you everything it needs to tell you. Do you get me? So I'm not, it's sad. I want him to have justice, but I feel like it's going to be a justice of more from people mm. because Naramali is losing followers by the hour. Like his followers have dropped tremendously. He's allegedly he's now buying fake followers to try and not try and conceal it a bit. Mm. When you go on his thing, it's like hella bots following him. <laughs> and also, um, a lot of promoters worldwide are boy are like not booking them. They're mm. playing their music now, not in their mixes, not on radio. A lot of radio radio stations in Nigeria have announced that they're not mm. going to be playing any Malian. None of the artists are signed to him. None of him. Zilaniski was meant to have a tour in America. That's been cancelled. Wow. So in terms of the people, in terms of justice by the people, 
that is that pressure has been there, and also there's petition, there's petitions being signed for Mali music to actually be banned, as in the That's actual serious. record label. Wow. Because there's so much stuff going on. It's all stupidness. So there's all of that stuff going on. So I will keep an eye, and I will let you guys know. God willing, by the weekend we'll hear the results of the autopsy. But I'm not holding my breath for them to actually come with facts that this guy was actually killed by who he was. And actually, I feel like they're gonna the autopsy. If anything, knowing who Naimari and them are friends with, they're gonna use it to exonerate them. Yeah, they're gonna use them to be like, oh no, it wasn't that. And what they're gonna do? Because what they're doing is basically they're shifting the blame onto the family. So people are also there's people as well who are now fighting and saying that the wife needs to do a DNA test because the child don't look like Mobad. It's five months old. Babies don't look like whatever in it. But people are saying that they feel like the wife has something to do with it as well. They're blaming every single... They're blaming his dad, which his dad just have things to... You know, and nobody's saying his music, that his dad has been compromised. His dad collects bribes. I'm serious. He said his music. And his mum... His mum is basically the only person at present... His mum is the only person that I actually feel like is genuinely grieving this guy mm. and genuinely did not know he was going to die. And she's spoken out. She's so clear in her interviews... That no, these people killed my child. She's clear about it that now Mali killed because she's saying that my child told me what's going on. And she said she always said to him, like, I know a few people. Let me talk to this person and let's see. Maybe they can help. They can help. And nobody would always say to her, No, mom, like, don't do it, because they're gonna kill you. They're gonna kill you. So he always told his mom, like, just be in hiding kind of thing. And his dad is over there fine about properties and trying to crowdfund the people. Useless people. It's sad. The more that gets revealed, the sadder this story just gets. And it's just so Horrible. Now people are also um cussing the police because they're saying how had the police gotten his body out to do the autopsy days ago, mm-hmm. there's a chance yeah, he might have yeah. actually been in a coma and they might have something you know what I mean there's a chance there's a chance of something yeah. of more positive news. Mm-hmm. But because they took their time, this is now what's happened. Because they because they were they were meant to do it, I think, on Tuesday or something like that. Mm. And then they delayed it and then they said they were gonna do it between Wednesday and the weekend. So the, even them doing it yesterday was by chance. But obviously when they've then done that and there's literally a pool of blood in there, mm. people are like, what the hell? This is, like, this is stupid now kind of thing. And then also, obviously everyone has been protesting in different places, all been peaceful protests. Yesterday there was a candlelight protest in Lagos. Mm. And then following that was meant to be a concert. So that's at 8 p.m. Cool. The video headlined the concert. He actually flew back while he was on tour to do that, which is cool. However, the issue is that now, so that situation happened, but it ended up being a case where there was police provided by the government and whatnot to just mm. make sure everything was good, calm and whatever. However, people decided after the concert was done and everyone was supposed to go home, mm. some people decided to go to Lekki Tollgate. As a reminder, Lekki Tollgate is where all the youth mm-hmm. were killed when NSAR's protest happened. People decided to go there. The police were say, saying to people, you guys need to go, you need to go, you need to go home, whatever. They decided to turn into some kind of protest. None of this was meant to be a protest. This was, it was meant to be a peaceful, candlelight, solemn walk. Mm-hmm. And then a concert. And that was it. Everybody go home. People decided not to go home. Now, it all became a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now there's tear gas involved. Now it's chaos. Now people are bleeding. And now here we are. The government gets to say now that you you give them something to say. Do you get know I me? Mean? You give them something to say, and all of this stuff again is is distracting from what it is the government need to be doing. Mm-hmm. They need to be helping solve this murder mystery, and use a lot of now had them doing tear gas and whatnot. It just creates friction where people have been very peaceful and letting the police do what they're meant to do. 
Mm. Now you've done this. Now there's animosity. It's just a whole thing. And even like with the whole concert thing, it's interesting because when all of this happened and people were being called to speak out, mm. some celebrities were very quiet. Some <laughs> people were friends with Naira Marley and then were very, very quiet. But then now the concert's happened, all of you are now doing tributes and now you're all there because it's it's sad because it's become a thing where people want to be seen as they're, they're speaking out for it. Yep. But all of you are just at the concert yeah. dressed and yeah. dressed up all nice and whatever just to do your little story and to do this and to, and to act for the camera. That's, that's so even that's it's tasteful because really and truly someone, a young guy has died. He's 27 years old. I don't understand what the concert was for. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Because because I'm hearing as well, the manager apparently was charging some charges. Where's the money going to? Because I ain't heard nothing about the money being sent to his skid or anything like that. Hopefully it's at least... Uh, but I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. Because really, truly, like, I don't understand what the concert was mm. exactly for. When Cadet died, mm -hmm. and there was a concert for Cadet mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. the concert went towards... Like yeah. a charity that he had set up. It was something that Krepta set up mm. in honor of Cadet. Yeah. I haven't heard the same about my bad. So it, it was just a chance for certain celebrities, not mm. all because some people are really real to what it is that they preach, mm -hmm. certain people to just be to be there and be, and be doing, oh, yeah, you know, we're helping, blah, blah. And it's just like, this is a problem sometimes with Nigerians. Everything is a joke. Everything is party, 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 party. You just love a party to death. It's just ridiculous, man. So all of that stuff is going on anyway. I'll let you guys know what the result of the autopsy is and what happens after that. I really do pray he can get some kind of justice, but I do believe, like, he's... Like, he really is light mm. because he's really brought a lot of... He's really shed a lot of a light, sorry, into the foolishness that's going on. Even in the music industry, that's one of the things they're fighting for now, where it's like the music industry itself needs to be regulated by the government to some extent, mm -hmm. where if people want to leave their label, they can leave. All of this threatening, all of this showing up and beating people up and just attacking them and trying to kill them is wild. Like, when we actually deep that all of this happened, mm -hmm. this guy was killed because he just wanted to leave the label. It's mad to, to think about. But yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. And um, as always, rest in peace. Rest in peace, my bad. Yeah. Was that the last thing one thing? I hope it was. Yes, it was. Thank Thames God. tweeted. Yes, so Thames is, yeah, sorry. Thames tweeted, she's confirmed that she's not pregnant by future. But thank God. <laughs> no, but she was like, all of you are mad. Oh, she's like, all of you are mad. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she's like, all of you are mad. Because what the hell does that even mean? What that's does that even mean? That's insane. <laughs> but to be, I, I mean, I didn't think she would justify it with a response at all. But I guess... There you have it. But you know what? Some some crazy rumors you have to nip in the bud though. So I don't even blame her because people mm -hmm. might start talking rubbish about. Yeah, but if I don't come, yeah, but in nine months time we'll all see that I'm pregnant, isn't it? This is this is true. And when you, you see future with his next his next girl, you know that it wasn't me. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it was just so dumb and it came out of nowhere. Like she was literally trending number one. I go in there thinking yes, an album finally here. I'm seeing <laughs> Thames is pregnant by future. BFFR. No, Thames just no, minds her business, you know. Sis just does her music. Minds a business, lives a quiet life. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of her. So proud of her. But yeah, man, that's all that is from me. Let's get into people's journal. All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. There are a few things I want to mention today, but I'm kind of going to breeze through them. 
because they kind of are straight to the point. So I did mention this before in one of the headlines, and it's about Labour pledging to to basically bolster the power of um, the OBR. For those who don't know, the OBR is the Office for Budget Responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. And they were bypassed, right, when this trust and Chrissy Quarting put out their budget. And that, because people knew it was bypassed, that panel, that watchdog, I should say, um, people thought there was something untowards. And I think that's what also contributed to why the, the market pretty much collapsed like it did yeah. under this trust. So Labour's pr pretty much saying, look, in the future, we want to put more powers in place so that ministers can't just have budgets and say, you know what, for today, I don't want to listen to what their um, analysis is. I'm just going to put something forward to the people and that's it, right? So mm -hmm. Labour's saying, nope, we're not going to allow that. We want to give them more powers. Granted, if... Um, the toy party gets in power or another party gets in power, they can always reverse it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at least it is, it hopefully will start some type yeah. of um, precedence, right? That's the first thing. Next thing is, remember I was talking about interest rates, um, the base rate potentially being risen up, being increased, I should say. Mm -hmm. Well, surprisingly, it hasn't, man. The Bank of England have kept it. Um, they've just left it, man. Left it unchanged. Um, for those who don't know, um, this run, sorry, this freeze ends a run of 14 straight increases. Every time it's increased, we pretty much spoke about it on the show. Um, the interest rates currently are 5.25%, which is already the highest that it's been in 15 years. But at least I feel like this is a positive sign that they are believing that things are kind of under control. And like I was saying yesterday, at least it doesn't appear that they're trying to be too aggressive in their approach to reducing inflation. You know what I'm saying? They are kind of happy with how things are looking. Last month, as we um, also spoke about yesterday, inflation did go down, but people are suspecting that next month it will go up because we <laughs> already know this month there was an increase in fuel prices. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that will definitely contribute to next month's um, figures. But at least it, it does look like there is some, you know what I mean, light at the end of the, the tunnel and whatnot. Next thing I wanted to mention is, apparently, whenever you buy like certain foods that are branded, yeah, I mean, we, we this is pretty much common sense. We all know that when you buy certain brands, uh, brand names, right, in, in Tesco or whatever, you're going to be paying more than if you if it was not branded. Yeah. But what they're saying is, according to some new research, that you are pretty much paying or could be paying three times more. For the unbranded? No, for the, for the branded. Oh, the branded, yeah, yeah. But three times, though. Makes sense, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Brand names hold a lot of weight, man. 100% true. 100% yeah. true. So, yeah. Um, according to which they analyzed prices for almost 26,000 food and drink products, right? Um, during this whole inflation period and what they're saying. And this was basically at eight major supermarkets. So Aldi, Asda, Lidl, Morrison's, Ocado, Sainsbury's, Tesco, Waitrose, all of them. And pretty much decided that, look, on these staple items like rice, spaghetti, baked beans, tea bags, things of that nature. Mm. If you want to go for the branded names, you are going to be paying three times more. So, guys... I guess there is some type of hint there that if you want the same product, you, you rely on it in your house um, on the day-to-day, -day, whatever, just buy the unbranded one. It's pretty much going to be the same. Pretty much. To some degree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, there's no need spending three times more. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is, uh, where was it? Today marks iPhone 15 coming out. Yeah, I just got an email actually from Apple. Yeah, man, so iPhone 15. Um, you already said you're not going to get it, innit? I might. What are you thinking? I'm on the well. I'm on the 12 Pro Max, mm -hmm. so my phone's kind of old and it is acting up. So I'm thinking Mac. about getting a new phone. I don't know yeah. if it, it depends. Can this phone last another year or mm. last me another six months? But 
Potentially. How do you do yours? Do you do you do, do you buy the phone separate or do you do the upgrade? This one I did. Normally okay. I'll upgrade it, but because um, I got a friends and family discount, uh, I just got the just the sim. The phone. So oh, this particular okay. phone I bought it outright. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I think to be fair, that's always the better, cheaper way, and the cost yeah, effective yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, man, for those who are interested, the iPhone 15 drops today. Um, I think we spoke about some of the differences on this particular model compared to the previous one or previous ones. And the main thing is the whole cable. You know what I'm saying? Now it uses a USB-C mm. cable. Um, to be to be fair to people, if you are thinking of getting an iPhone 15 and you want to get the normal versions, so the normal iPhone 15 and the iPhone 15 Plus, mm. i.e. not the Pro versions, mm. you still get the USB-C, but the data transfer won't be as fast. So if you are thinking, and that's one of the th reasons why you want to get the iPhone 15, bear that in mind, you know what I'm saying? Don't get the version that's going to be kind of normal data speeds. Like, you're not really going to benefit, really. Get the iPhone, get the, the Pro versions, if that's something that really matters to you. Um, the whole, what's that thing called? Um, is it the active bar or something? I can't remember the actual name for it. Oh, yeah, the, the one where you sign it with it. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's it called? I don't know. What, I just it, know the one on the side where you no, do not, the silence. Not, not that one. You know, you know where your um What that the, the switch thing? No, you know on the actual screen. Oh on the screen. You've got like a bar across here. Oh it, yeah. Yeah, that thing there. That black bar across. You know what it's called? Where the camera is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically that particular thing is interactive. With what? On the iPhone 15. But I thought it was interactive on the fifth on the 14 as well. What's it meant to do? What, what bar? Are you talking about this? Yeah, but basically on the Newer ones from yeah. the 14, yeah. it's actually an interactive thing. That oh, no, it press. is. It is because that's your face ID. Is that, is that the only thing that it does, though? Yeah, because when I, yeah, that's your, I think that's your face ID part. You got a 14, right? I think, yeah, 14 Pro, I think, something like that. No, no, it has no, 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 the, the camera's there. Yeah. yeah, it has like, like, if I'm playing Spotify, it will come up there. Yeah, 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 that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's so active on here now as well. Yeah, but I thought you already had it, though. I do. So when I'm on, like Brent was saying, if I'm on Spotify and stuff like that, yeah, it comes that, up exactly. Yeah. yeah, so basically, that is on the iPhone 15, but they've expanded the usage. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, so that's another feature. And like you guys rightly said, the mute button that you guys are used to as being a mute thing is the action button now. So if you press that, you can assign what that particular button does for you. So if you wanted to, for example, um, shoot certain pictures in a particular mode that you're used to, instead of always having to go to camera, find a setting, you could set that particular setting as your action thing. So okay. every time you take out your phone, press that button, it's there, ready to take a picture. You can also set it to be Spotify, whatever it may be. So those are some of the other features. Um, also, on the Apple Watch, um, you c there's certain gesture, gesture controls. So now you can maybe change the song, mm. right, just by doing this. If you're with your what do you mean on the screen? No, no, with your, like I'm doing it now. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with your finger. Oh. Oh, you mean yeah, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the, the, the watch hand? Yeah, 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 with the watch oh. out, yeah, with the watch out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so certain things to make it easier for you. So let's just say you're cooking or something. Yeah. You don't want a thing, you can just do that or something, and then just change it for you, or pause the song, or or pick up the phone call. I wonder how, how that's, how oh, that's that going to work. Yeah, yeah. It's also on the Samsung, by the way, so I think they might have copied it from Samsung. I'm not too sure. But they yeah. did copy, yeah, they did copy something. Yeah, from Samsung, all the time. But basically, those are some of the features. If you are interested, you can look into that. Um, next thing I wanted to mention, we spoke about uh, Microsoft trying to get the whole um, Call of Duty thing, the acquisition of um, the takeover, the takeover of Activision Blizzard, right? There was some watchdog thing involved where 
they weren't allowing Microsoft to buy it because they were talking about competition and all that type of stuff, right? Long story short, it looks like everything is back on track for them to actually do the sale, right? What they were saying is um, the watchdog launched a new inquiry last month, right? When there was a new remedy um, suggested that would see the Call of Duty makers, Activision, right? Um, some of their cloud um, streaming rights outside the EU were being sold to another company. There's some up for complicated crap here, but basically, long story short, the, the watchdog, the competition and markets authority, they were the ones who were saying, we're not going to allow you guys to buy this particular company. Because essentially, it's kind of like Amazon being able to buy every single company. And that means it reduces competition and they just become more and more powerful. They just have a monopoly of the entire market. They didn't want Microsoft to kind of have that type of power because of certain things. Long story short, they've seen, they've, they've you know, tweaked certain things in the contract and it looks like they'll be able to buy Activision Blizzard for 55 billion pounds soon. So not yet, but soon. So yeah, long story short, that's the situation with that. And that is pretty much it. Yeah, that's it for the People Journal. Lovely, let's get into this, what would you do? Okay. Hi girls, please don't read out my name. Long time listener of the show and I hope one day I'm able to watch it live in the mornings. So I've been dating this guy for seven months now and he's perfect. Really everything that a woman could want in a guy. My best friend has even told me that she thinks he's going to ask me to marry him as he's been asking her questions that she feels relates to popping that question. I can't stress enough how much this filled me with joy. I've not had any luck with decent men over the years as I fall into that stereotypical bracket like Gina of liking bad boys. But this man is everything. I'm 36 turning 37 in November and I honestly nearly gave up on finding my love, my life companion. Anyway, the dilemma is that last night he told me that a girl he was linking before we met has just sent him a text saying that she she's due to deliver a baby next week and it's his. As you can imagine, this shocked me to my very core. Apparently this girl did, hadn't told him anything when he cut it off. No, apparently this girl hadn't told him anything when he cut it off with her. He's furious, but he's told me that he needs to be present in that child's life as that's his responsibility as a man and father. He's asked me to take some time to process this information and when I'm ready, get back to him about whether I'm still open to us building a family together. I can't describe how heartbroken I am with this news, especially as I know, especially as I feel this woman is going to be real especially as I feel this woman is going to be a real thorn going forward as he has told me that she has expressed a desire to change their arrangement to boyfriend and girlfriend many times. So I believe she's going to be using the baby to achieve that same goal. Have you got any advice for me here? I feel ashamed to say that this doesn't feel as perfect and whole as I wanted it to. Just last week, everything was perfect. Now it feels different, tainted, and I feel my fear that I wouldn't find another man like this is forcing me to consider something that I may resent later down the line. I'm really conflicted, girls. Anyone in the community, if you've been through something like this before, please share your experience if you feel able. Thank you. Mm. Damn, indeed. I think I think you, what you need to do is, as he's suggested, is you need to take time. You need to take time to figure out what it is that you want. Take time to figure out if you can move forward with the situation. I think a positive is that it's not like he got her pregnant while he was with you. Mm. It happened before you. So there is that as well. So essentially, I think, think about it. I think 
if he's if he knows he doesn't want to be with her, as in the woman, the the child's mother, mm-hmm. if he doesn't he doesn't want to be with the child's mother, but despite her wanting to be with him, mm-hmm. he's going to have to think of, factor that into the fact that he's got a girlfriend and this other woman is trying to be with him, right? So that means that boundaries, strict boundaries need to be set. I believe that if boundaries are set from the get-go, we can have a peaceful situation. If it's a thing where she's going to start using the baby against him or whatever, he will have to take her to court from early then. We can sort this out. Like, have something, we can have something in writing, but I think that you need to have a conversation with him about what it is, what your fears are. Let him know the fact that you've told me in the past that she wants you, she wants your arrangement to be different. So how are you going to move forward co-parenting with her mm. and ensuring that boundaries are set where there's no there's no foolishness going on, essentially? And honestly, you have to take the time. When it comes to people, you have to take the time. You just have to take time to think about it, think about how it is that you can move forward. And also if there's something that you can you can do, I don't think that you should if there's something that you really, really can't do, I don't think you should beat yourself up about it and 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 say to yourself that you're never gonna find something that you're never going to find someone like him again. I personally feel like that is valid enough to go ahead with something that you might may build resentment with over, over time. Um, that's just me personally. I don't believe in all that, in that kind of stuff. Because my thing is, even if I leave somebody and I don't find somebody else, I know that I'm confident that I left that situation because it wasn't, it wasn't good for me. So whether I find somebody, I don't find somebody, I will sit in the fact that that didn't work for me though. Regardless of whatever happens after, that didn't serve me. So that is that. So I honestly think you need to think about it because at the end of the day, this child is also going to be in your life as well. If it is that you do marry him or whatever, you're going to be the stepmother to this child. You're going to have to watch this child and whatever else. Birthdays are going to be there. Christmases are going to be there. The child, God forbid, child has emergencies and they need to go to the hospital. School plays. Being with somebody who has a kid is not a small, it's not a joke. So I would just say, honestly, you have to think about it and think about it, think about it. Just sit down and think about it. I think the fact that as well, that he told you straight away, you've got to give him a credit for that. I can't even lie to you because niggas be lying. Can I just say something? Mm-hmm. And this is just to articulate what um, people are saying in the chat. Mm-hmm. Some are saying, well, a couple of people are saying, are we sure that he told her straight away? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she would have said if she if she didn't. No, no, no. I mean, she may think that's the case. Yeah. But do you, are we sure that he didn't withhold this information from oh. her? You know what I'm saying? I'm assuming that he didn't because of how she said he's, he's a great guy and this that, and the third. So I'm assuming that's the case. Also, but you know what? I'll give him grace for that. Yeah, same. Because being told you're a father. Yeah. Boy, yeah. and you out here being a city boy that's intense yeah, so right. even if it was a thing where he needed time to process that information I personally would give him grace for that because that's mm. a big life changing yeah. thing to get told yeah for real well, so yeah I would give him grace for it and what the girl only told him a week before the baby's due right that's what it says here yeah that's kind of despicable though but she wants that man so she's exactly. she's she's having the day she deserves oh, oh you think she told him um a week before on purpose yeah because ma'am you've spent eight months and three weeks let's just say it's nine months right yeah. all these months you didn't think to tell the father that he's loving a child mm. she didn't want to hear um anything about abortions yeah, or nothing. yeah probably no but the thing is okay i get that but she could have told him even past the yeah, the but, limited yeah, yeah. abortion mm-hmm. what that's like three months in it Something 12 like. weeks Crazy. So she goes out saying from the 13th week. Crazy. I think not telling 
But maybe, do you know what? Maybe she just never wanted to tell him because they didn't work out. She wasn't going to tell him. And then maybe her friends had to convince her, like, girl, that child is going to need their father. Mm. So maybe she needs some kind of convincing. Yeah. But telling somebody mad, a man. week before the baby's due is wild. That changes everything. 100%. That I can't even afford this. If he had prior yeah. notice, say he can't yeah. afford it. If he had prior notice, he could have been able to, could have done things again, new job, whatever. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm going to assume, and I want to take this dilemma as verbatim, right? Yeah. But I'm going to assume that he already knew about the baby and decided to tell her that she told him mm. that the baby due next week. Mm. That's just how I feel. I don't know why. Because mm. telling someone that you actually want to be with, that you're having a baby next week, it's, it's not it's not fitting of someone who wants to be with you. That's To me, that's... But that's why I believe him. Because I feel like if he didn't, if he'd known for time... yeah. He wouldn't, he w I don't feel like he would give her the time to, he would say to her, have some space to think about it. I think it's a big thing to give someone space mm. to think about something that affects both of you that you know you might end up coming up short in. Do you get what I mean? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I want to uh, I wanna take everything that she's saying as a case as well. Yeah. Mm. But to Yusuf's point though, if he, if he holds on to the information, it does make it difficult for her to say no or to leave because now she's more invested. Yeah, like yeah but that's saying. why... And so he may not want her to leave, you know what I'm saying? Thing, because he actually wants to. But that's why I don't feel like he would have given her, he would have said to her, take the time you need to do that. Oh no, you say that. Because you got to suffocate. No, you got to say it. <laughs> you just add it. <laughs> men, men because the thing is, let's just say he found out that his ex or the ex-girl was pregnant from when she got pregnant. Yeah. Right, and it was the beginning of, of their relationship. Yeah. He might have known. If I told her, if I tell her now... He's going to run in it. She's out yeah, the door. If I tell her in nine months' time... And she grows to like me, love me, we build a bond and a, and a relationship, then she'd be less likely to leave. But then how is she gonna find out then? What do you mean? If he help if he withheld it or if he's been honest. What do you mean? Like how's she how's she gonna find out whether he's been knowing or oh, if he no, actually just found out? She ain't. This is just yeah, a theory. Yeah. She ain't gonna you find got pray by sis. I've got to ask Someone him said just... in the chat that he, she could have um asked to see the text or something. Yeah, but that's just being that's just being a bit. Yeah, you know that's showing you don't trust yeah, him. Yeah, that's why you don't trust him. Yeah. Show me, show Sorry, me. Sorry, didn't you guys just say that he's probably lying? Precisely. No, no, no. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but from her perspective, if I tell you my ex is having a baby, you're, the first thing shouldn't be show me the text. Then let me see. Right? Mm. No, I'm telling no, you. No, I feel like that's the first time to do it because I'm going to send the message. What? I'm in shock. No, nah, don't, don't try oh to frame me. Like don't, 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 don't try to make it sound nice. <laughs> nah, you got you got to get your acting skills out. About because I'll be honest, me. Nah. Now, to be fair, that I'll be honest, I feel like even now, if she asks for the text, I don't think it's too much. I'm trying to decide whether I want to spend my future with you, yeah. the baby mom, because the woman's going to be in our last forever. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to spend, like, nothing I ask you for at this point to prove to me that I should be going in, I should be doing this journey with you is too much. Mm. You're going to have to firm it. Yeah. You got baby. You got to firm it, baby. Let me see the text. I need the receipts. It's mad. All right, so All if right. he knew. Or meet her. So if, if he knew the whole entire time, yeah, that's mad. Would, would that change anything for you? Absolutely. And if she, yeah, if he knew, the, if she, sorry, if he knew the whole time, yeah, says she needs to leave. He's not an honest. He's not an honest man. I don't give him grace for that. You know, the reason why I just don't think a girl was telling a man a week before the baby's born. They oh, are. No, yeah, no, yeah, they are. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not saying They're that. They're telling him on the day. I'm not saying yes. that can't. I'm not saying that can't <laughs> happen. But I feel like. Like she said, she feels like the girlfriend or the ex is, is going to use the baby to get back with him. Like she yeah. wants to be with him again. But that's the I thing, think, saying that's, that's that she, she would have used it. that. I think yeah. if you want to be with someone, like I'm talking about yeah. the girl who's pregnant, if you want to be with someone, why are you going to tell them a week before the baby's due? You tell them before, no? That is a point. 
Because if she wants <laughs> to be with him, yeah. she no, because she wouldn't use, she wouldn't try to use the baby to trap him. From the beginning, you ain't going to tell a guy that you actually want to be with, mm. by yeah. the way, I'm having a baby next week. That doesn't make no sense. What, what you may, like, what you could do is, man, I'll be rattled. I don't want to be with you. No, what you could do is basically get her to get an abortion. Yeah, I'm not getting it. 100%. That's why she got. Yeah, but we ascertain that you don't have to tell her. You can tell her after what? After after twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. You don't have to wait nine months. Oh, we're talking about you can still get an abortion on like what twenty four, right? Six months. Okay, twenty four. Whatever. Yeah, but whatever it is, it's not Mm. a week to the pregnant to the baby. Of course, not hundred percent. Because he's anything. That's true. That happened in a real life story. He's gonna ask, why didn't you tell me before? Why are you telling me now? That's gonna cause problems. The girl can't come and tell me I'm having a baby next week. Because you know what? You know what makes it tricky? Do you know what makes it tricky? Is that I've known women who told men literally last like. <laughs> Mama, wait to the hospital. You have the baby. I've known women who also, because they're not with this guy, that I, like, you know, what, I'm, I don't even want to deal with the drama of mm. all of this. I'm just gonna do this myself and just deal mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And then there's people, and they go forth and do it, and it's a great, it's a great life. Mm. But there's also ones where they're like, I'm gonna do it myself, and then the family is like, no, you shouldn't. And then someone snakes, a friend exactly. snakes, or Last people try and convince yeah. them. So yeah. with her, I can see. How she probably wouldn't have told him a week before if it was a thing where she's like, I'm going to do it myself by myself. Mm, mm. And everyone's like, No, you're being out of order because he deserves to know, kind of thing. Yeah. But if you're saying, because also as well, I'm going to say this because her, her narrative about the girl wanting to be with the guy yeah. is coming from the guy. Men yeah. always think women like that when we don't. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm going to be very honest with you. So, Jeremy, it's not as if like she's the girl's ever stalked them or she sent something mm. to them. You're going off what he's told you about his ex that things didn't work out with. Mm. You gotta take those stories a pinch of salt. Do you get what I mean? You gotta take it with a pinch of salt. So even that, like, is this girl actually someone that wants to get back with the guy? Because that Yusuf was saying actually, that's a proper point. If she wanted to get back with him and she wants to use the baby to, as a way to do that, sis would have done that from even before she got pregnant. Then try to get pregnant while he's back with her now. I think there's different ways, man. There's different ways, but I don't see way, how. Because remember, women. Yeah, obviously, I'm trying to speak for women here. <laughs> if, if if they if they want the guy that much, yeah, I feel like a lot of them feel, think if I've got the kid at any time along this child's life up mm. to 18, yeah. I have a chance. I have priority. Women are not doing life. that. What? 100%. You are sitting that waistline and wait for 18 years. No, because you, you feel as though you have the right. Um, to demand certain things from him because he's the father of your, your kid. Down so you bad. always have that thing there. Down so, bad. You know what I'm saying? You mean rom- romantically? Yeah. Also. Mm. I think other things like, you know, financially and stuff like that, yeah, but yeah, also romantically. Yeah. Because it will always, not always, but a lot of the time, I feel like a lot of women feel as though, you know what? The ideal situation is you are the father of my kid. Yeah. I'm the mother of this kid. Yeah. If we want to, especially if we had a decent relationship before, we can make this work. You know why? Because I think a lot of women think men are weak in it. So they feel like they can have a man whenever they want. Especially if, mm. if I have your baby. There you go. Like, yeah, he's my baby father, but I can have him whenever I want. Exactly. At least if it's sexually, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it might not be relationship-wise. These are damn bad, you know. But I think women believe that they can. she can just have him whenever she wants. Do you feel yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's both ways, isn't it? Because I've, I've, yeah. I've heard men with, that got kids by other women that I call, yeah, like, like they feel like that's like a, it's like a possessive thing of that's my girl. Don't get me wrong, men feel the same way too. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's why you can't be with people that have got kids, man. Can, can I be able to their mess? Can, can I say something? Yeah. Do you feel as though because if this woman is the type of woman to kind of just be like, look, I, I definitely want him. Yeah. Potentially, she could be lying about the kid, not in terms of being pregnant, but the kid being his. Should Ooh. she stick around 
when a baby's born, make sure you do a DNA test. And then really, we don't even have to deal with this. Do because we've seen the stats. I think he a lot should, of men are raising yeah, kids I think, as I think He should definitely do a DNA test. A girl, can't, his, a girl can't come to that's you. That's for him to do. Who hasn't been in your life for yeah, a X year plus and tell yeah. you that you're having your baby. No, you've got to have a there test, 100%. Go. But yeah, my thing is, well, I'll be honest, as the girlfriend, the one who's who is trying to think, um, sorry, if who my, my mom's confusing me, sorry, the one who, um, the girlfriend, the one who wrote that lemon, yeah, I'll be honest, it's not for me to be asking you to do DNA tests. No, he'll, go, he'll probably do it as well, yeah, but he but, should, but I'm like, I'm not gonna be the one to bring up to him. I'll be honest, no. obviously, I'm taking, a, I'm taking into account her age. I know that's because when I I'll, speak I'll about well. not yeah. dying for men, mm-hmm. I have that luxury. Just because of how God created me anyway, men are not the heel to die on anyway. But this is messy. Yeah, this here. She's she's turning thirty-seven. This is messy. One yeah, week, three years from forty. Do you really want to be like this? Decision has to be like foolproof, isn't it? Because you're just you're wasting time with not. And I think yeah. when we sit down with people and actually be like, listen, bro, mm. when did you really find out? Because I, I need, I feel like let him know if he's someone who cares about you the way you're saying he does. He's been talking to your friends about like. Mm. proposals and all that yeah. kind of stuff like if he's that intentional you got to sit down with him and be like listen I like you I like what we've been building here but you have to be very very honest with me to know everything that I need to know because if I find out that anything has changed it's going to mm. be very different mm. because obviously you're going to get to meet the woman yep. I mean you might want to have a conversation with her and all when you finally meet her like, oh, so, so when did you when did you tell him that da, 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 like have that not. conversation but you you have to let him know that the least he can do is be completely honest and transparent with you about the facts of this case. Because my life just been great the past seven months. Then one week the baby is due, now you've got a baby. That affects our finances as a couple. That affects our whole dynamic. Now we've got to be babysitting and whatever else. Yeah. And then what, is this, what does this look like moving forward? I was going to say as well. How, it's too messy, man. How hard is it to have a relationship with a man who has a newborn baby? Because that's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of you and the mother being yeah. together, co-parenting at that stage. Yeah. That's tough. Like, you're not his priority you're at not. all. That's why, I said, that's why I said, sis, you didn't take that time. Yeah. Because that's the thing. And that's why, you like, whatever it is that you choose to do, I don't think that your age, I don't think that the fact that you've been waiting for a man should be the factor in that. Because you can make that decide you want to go ahead with this man and believe in resentment. There's too many things that's going to come up. Too many milestones are going to be celebrated. Too many things where he might have to cancel a date with you last minute because this this with the kid and whatever. And over time, that's going to build resentment. And you will honestly be better off single, if I'm being honest. But I think you, I think you really need to take the time and think about this objectively. Actually spend time away. When people take time, spend time away from the person. Don't be having sex with them and trying to think. It doesn't work. Spend time away from the person, but also have a sit down with him and, and just ask him all the questions that you have and be like, you need to be completely transparent and honest with me. Cause this is just this is too much. I don't like drama. This is too much. This is too much. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Oh, but let's assume she's a great judge of character. Mm-hmm. She met this guy. She's been with him. Spent obviously loads of time with him. Yeah. yeah. But it has been seven months. Fine. But she's saying he's perfect. Mm-hmm. So she has no reason to doubt him. Doubt his word. He's probably you know what I'm saying like all the good things that you're looking for. For you to say this man is perfect. He's done an amazing job, right? So let's assume everything he said to her is facts. Mm. Going off that. It's a big assumption. It is, but she's still saying, you know what I'm saying, he's perfect. Not just yeah, a but great sometimes guy. You, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I take people saying something is perfect with a pinch of salt. 
Because things are perfect in it because you want it to be perfect while you're in it. Mm-hmm. When you step out is when you start to realise how imperfect something is. Not saying that it's a bad, toxic situation, yeah, yeah. but you start to realise that this was not as perfect as you made it seem in your mind. So because of that, when people say their relationship is perfect or mm. he's a great guy, yeah. I don't. I take it with a pinch of salt because people would tell you someone's a great guy, mm-hmm. then start telling you the problems they have in the relationship. Yeah, and I'm like, ma'am, 100%. ain't nothing great about this suspect <laughs> you're also, facing. She's saying that it doesn't feel as perfect and as whole as it did Anymore. last yeah, week. Yeah. 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 So that perfectness has been shattered because imper- now yeah. he's having a baby and you probably wanted to have his first baby. Yeah. That too. Now another woman has his baby and you're just... Trying to, you know, pick up the pieces kind of That's thing. another thing. A lot of people feel, a lot of women feel passionate about that, about like, I wanted to be the first one to have his baby. Yeah. And that's, and that's something some women can't look past because obviously memories and whatever else. <laughs> it's a tricky situation. It's messy. I'm so sorry you're going through this. But honestly, time is what will help you think about this objectively, man. That's what you really need to do. And away from everything because... I mean, to be fair, you can, I mean, you can, to be honest as well, no one's stuck in any situation. I don't believe people being stuck in situations. I believe people are replaceable human beings. As one gone, another one born. What is it Mark says? <laughs> but, so even if he was to, even, even if you wanted to do like a trial period without telling him it's a trial period. Yeah. If the situation gets messy, you see that she's calling at all hours of the night. She's moving mad. Mm. You can pack your bag. It might be even easier for you to heal through that because you, you have first hand experience that this was some bullshit. And you're just not trying to get involved. So I feel like don't feel like whatever decision you make is final per se. But I think that whereas before the baby popped up, seven months, I guess you were ready to settle down with him. You've got to give it a bit more time now for things to play and see what the dynamic is like before you rush mm. into engagement and rush into settling down. But yeah, I feel like the sentiment for her is like, she, when she's saying that it feels tainted. It is, man. Because it mean? is, man. It's just drama now. Yeah. If you're telling me this girl was she wants you, now I'm out by the door waiting for when you're because you're going to, going to drop the kid, and now you're there and you're telling me there's traffic. Is that was there traffic? Or were you just <laughs> occupied? It's a whole thing, man. Can, I'm sorry. I, I'm, do you know the thing is I'm not trying to start no trouble, right? But I feel like what Esther said earlier is is kind of true. At 37, mm. you don't necessarily have the luxury of someone in their twenties, right? Yeah. This, this just be truthful about this, right? Do you feel? Do you feel like? Because obviously, like, yeah, people are kind of kind of feel like where you're going. But. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like? Because the reason, all right, for those who are listening who are not um, seeing the chat, right? The chat, especially the women. Some of the women are saying, "Wait a minute, why are you going through all of this at 37?" Mm. And I said, "Well, 37 is not young, you know. Mm. Like, it's not the, young, but it's not old. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not 45." But it's still an age where I think women who are 37 who want families and stuff, yeah. still, they don't want to waste their time. Yeah, yeah but so, you know what so is? So guys, don't think she's 27. No, no, it's not about that. Because she's it's saying like, her age for a reason. No, but it's not about that. Because it's like, yeah, you want to have the family, whatever, but at what cost? Of, so of, she stays with saying. this guy now. His situation is a mess. Mm-hmm. The baby mom is, is um, dramatic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to deal with it. He's now become dramatic. Now you're seeing a different side to him that you didn't even know existed because he's reacting to whatever foolishness at his door. But you got kids. So I'm 37 with kids, with the, with the family that I wanted, but my life, I have no peace of mind. Mm. It's not worth it. The but age thing, we put, we put too much too much on age and that's what causes women to make poor decisions that they shouldn't make and compromise situations they shouldn't make. I do don't you, agree with that. You know where I thought you were going? Oh. I thought you were going to tell her to settle 
Oh, no, Because no, no, she's no. 37. No, no, no. He's kind of saying that. No. No. Huh? no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying that people in the chat shouldn't be so quick to say, oh, you know, it's not that big of a problem. Just go and live your life. Mm. She's mentioned that she's 37 for a reason. Mm. I think that's one of the considerations, right? Because, for example, at 37, you're not trying to have a talking stage for a year. Mm. At 27, you might. You know what I'm saying? So, women who are younger she in their 20s. She's not any stages for a year. Say again? No, but she didn't talk in stage for that yeah, long. Stage for yeah, yeah, but you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so women who are in their 20s shouldn't be so quick to say to her, oh, come on, 37, da, da, you can just, you know what I'm saying? There's a reason why she's mentioning it. And if they were to get married, she's 37 in, in November, have a kid, first kid at 38. Mm. How many kids do you want? So I think she's considering, I now have to start again, especially if she's saying for 37 years, yeah. I've not found this, a guy like this yeah. before. So but you know what is? I I'm get not saying to settle. I get what you're saying, but the undertone of what you're saying is to set is settling. No, it's it's more so me kind of saying to people in the chat, don't be so quick to say to her. I think them dismiss. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, don't yeah. dismiss her struggle because everyone's exactly. struggle is there. But at the same time, I personally, I personally don't feel like because of my age and what it is I want, that means I should settle for a media relationship because I'm going to suffer longer in that media relationship and it's not personally I don't I don't believe that's worth it I don't believe being with somebody I don't I, I don't be, the whole time thing when it's like mm. oh you're going to be going to be 40 soon you're going to be this soon or whatever it is and then rushing and settling in situations for me I feel like that's a less very less than smart decision to make mm -hmm. regardless of whatever it is that you want from it yeah. so you've got to think about objective I don't feel like it's the end of the world there are people that find love at 50 something you can adopt children there's different ways that yes I know people say it's not the normal and it's best to have your kids when you're 18 and ripe <laughs> Personally, I don't believe in all that. I don't believe in all of that stuff. It's better for you to have a kid later and go through trials and whatever it is, and have have a miracle baby mm -hmm. at forty five, than have a kid at thirty seven that is in a broken home, and now all of you have to get money, gather money around for therapy because that child is damaged. Yeah. That's just my opinion. And also, oh, I, I feel like sorry, because he's got a, bit, a child now mm -hmm. and essentially a family. That's going to delay. It may delay him wanting another family with her. Because remember. He has to bear the responsibilities of both families. Mm -hmm. yeah, if, he, if, he, if he obviously takes care of his child and yeah. builds with her too. So that might delay That's her true. plans. That is 100% right? true. Because he's just had a baby. Yeah. So when is he ready for another baby? That's very true. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be honest with you though. And I'm definitely assuming, right? 100% assuming. So please forgive me, right, guys, right? But a part of me feels that some of the, the, the categories that she's ticked off that says he's perfect mm. is that he earns a decent amount of money. That's I'm just assuming that. That's right? needed though. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm assuming that. The reason why I say that is because he may not necessarily mind having that baby with her yeah. ASAP yeah. because he can afford it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So possible. I'm not necessarily seeing that as a main thing, but it's 100% a good point. 100%. Yeah, I don't think it's the main thing, but I definitely yeah. think it's something to consider. Mm -hmm. Especially because this baby was a surprise to him, if we're, if we're to believe yeah. that it was. Right. Sure, so it wasn't like he was planning for this baby. No. He found out a week before. So now he has yeah. to adapt quickly and change his plans because he's having a baby on the way. That's yeah. that's huge. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one, man. I feel for it, man. Love and light, all involved. So if, if she is to be single after this, mm -hmm. right? And you're saying it's better off being single. Yeah. Isn't it just like better to chance it with the uh, the next year and see how it goes with the guy and see if things change or th things can be managed instead of being single for that particular year? 
It could be, but I did say that though to her that you don't feel like you're like whatever decision, you, whatever decision you make, you're stuck in it. I said she could do a trial period, but mm-hmm. not let him know that she's doing a trial period. Just be with him to see to um, gauge what what the dynamic is like, how it's running him his relationship with the other woman and the baby and whatever. I mentioned that she could have a trial period, but don't tell him it's a trial period because he'd be on his best behavior. You got to see them for the, what they really like. Mm. There is that, but the thing is as well, if it doesn't work. If she's if she knows that she, it can't work, but she decides to go for the trial period just because I'd rather not be single for a year. I personally feel like if you know something's not going to work and you decide to just chance it for a year, that person feels like a waste of time for me. Than if I was single and I end up and I didn't end up with somebody outside of after that year. If I'm single from now, in a to a year's time, I will work on myself. I can meet other people like. There's a lot more chances that are here for me that if I stay with this person that I know is not really in my heart to stay with them, but I want to see what, what might be. If that doesn't work out, I now have to spend time healing from that situation because I've made more memories now. My feelings for this person are much deeper than when it was back then. I feel like, personally, I feel like you are at a bigger disadvantage at that point than you are if you remain single for the whole year because you knew you couldn't hack it. You couldn't hack it. Someone in the chat says, don't date a man that has a child under three. Is it because... They'd be sleeping with the baby arms. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I've heard that. That's what the streets say. That, that notion before as well. It's what they... We did say it. It's what they say. Under three? Under three, Brent. They're sleeping with the baby mom. I, personally, I'd even go under five. But five. Under seven. Yeah. Under seven. So... Oh. Because this ownership thing people do, and I think it's so weird. Would you date a man that has a child? Yes, but it depends how old the child is. Above three. Is that your stipulations? Do you know what is? There's other things because is she in a happy relationship? Is she in a relationship or does she want you back? If he's the one who left her. So that would matter to you? Yes. But how how about if it is he hates her? It doesn't matter just as long as it is she loves him? No, no, no. No, because I can't do with a guy as well who... Causes baby mommy like a bitch and all that kind of stuff as well. Suppose, I don't believe that. Suppose you have to have a good she's relationship. not a good person and he doesn't no, that, like her. That's fair. But the, the, you have to throw in the bitch stuff. He doesn't just doesn't talk about her to you. But each time it is she tries to do something, he's like, oh, shit, the witch is doing something again. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the witch <gasps> is doing something. That's your child's mother. Suppose she's a witch though. No, but that's your child's mother. I think you have some respect. Suppose she's the wife of a babalawo. That's your child's mother. I have some respect. You didn't know. You so didn't no, did no, know she was no, a witch when no you were laying down with her. No calling her any When you was deep in there, you didn't know that. But some people are not nice people. I understand. I, I get that. But I don't want to hear you berating the uh, woman, mm. the mother of your children. You can't do that in my presence. I don't. I don't allow that. Would you ever do it? No, I don't believe in stuff like that. If you see that the woman is a bad person and the I will not do that to him. I will not deciding to do things that are when bad. When I'm at brunch, I'm telling my girls, your boyfriend stress. Would you I have bad words to know. say about this woman? I will say, but not to him. Not to him. That is the that is the mother of his child. I'm not cussing the mother of his child, even though we all know what her character is like. I'm not adding my two pence to add fuel to the fire that we all know that even though we all know his facts. I'm not doing that. I don't believe in that. You cannot cuss me. You cannot cuss your baby, your child's mother in my presence. I like you cannot cuss saying. your ex-girlfriend in my presence. I like what you're saying. I don't believe I like in all that saying. stuff. Suppose... Obviously, I'm adding a whole set of hypotheticals. You're loving here. it. Because I, I do believe that there's an opportunity for you to basically um, call her a witch if she's behaving like a witch. Suppose she starts spreading rumors about you. 
That's different. Mm-hmm. Like, I will confront her. That's different. So you still wouldn't say she's lying, she's a witch? No, but that's different though because she's done something to harm me. You, the question you're asking me is about their relationship no, and what's happened with them. Yeah, but that's it. different then. Because that's like if anyone was cussing me and I would respond the way I would respond to anybody. And this is, this is what I'm saying. It just happens to be that there is a child involved now. Suppose she's an actual, actual animal. And she actively even looks to um, ha- prevent him from seeing this, the, the child. Yeah, then and he's there complaining. And you're like, don't complain about your baby. I didn't say don't complain. I'm saying don't be calling her names in my presence. You can complain about what somebody's doing to you. She's been unreasonable. She's not doing da da. She's being wicked, blah blah. But you do not need to be calling her all sorts of bees, hoes, and, and witches. No, forget about the, the bitches and the She's being wicked about, though. But, but, but anyone can be wicked. And anyone can be called up for being but wicked. Would this play out in real time or will you just think it? Just to say he's distraught. No, no, no. Would you be like, don't call her that? 100% real time. I can't, because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. So I'm not going to let you keep going. Mm. Then when I tell you tomorrow, you tell me then, but yeah, but you sat through yesterday though. So what's changed? I like to bring things up right then then so we are aware that if it's a problem. I transparent with my beeps. So well, if that's I good for you. Way, <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> you're going to tell me to bottle it up, bottle it up. Bottle it up. Bottle it up. No, you can be honest and transparent. I but can't, you're not, I can't. Brent, I'm very descriptive when it is. I feel somebody's done something wrong to me. That's your business. Your business. But it's true. There are different, there are different factors to whether or not I would date a guy with kids. Mm. There's many factors. But if you got all that drama where you don't like each other and you are fighting and I don't, I don't like drama at all. I don't even take drama in my own personal life. I'm not taking it secondhandly. Do you feel like sometimes that drama and that hate comes from a place of love? Yeah, because y'all might just want to get some. All of this that you sort of doing, what what is at the root of all of this? If it's not lust. No, sometimes <laughs> it could be real genuine hate. Don't, no, sometimes don't it, yeah, sometimes it can be. Or just dislike, you know what I mean? But sometimes it's like, yeah, man, it can be. 100% can be real genuine dislike. Yeah. But sometimes you are just upset that your relationship didn't work out. And so you're doing whatever it is that you can to be angry at each other. Mm. I don't want to be in that kind of mess where you sort of feel like, if you were given another chance and things were different, you'd you'd work it out. So I'm not an ex- I'm not a filler. I'm not experimenting. Everyone we guided. <laughs> so so what's the advice you give to her to take today? My advice to her is that you need to take some time to think about what it is that you want to do, how you want to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think before you take that time, have a conversation with him and let him know what your thoughts are and what your com- and what your worries are, and ask him to be completely honest and transparent with you about when he found out, how he found out, if he ever had a suspicion that she was, if he ever heard a rumor, someone ever said it to him, mentioned it to him that she could have been pregnant, how long ago as well? Because if they dated a year ago, yeah. and sis is, the baby's you next week, that ain't his baby. Mm. The mafia muffin. If Men's no, the last time they had no, sex. No, but they dated, she's only started dating him seven months ago. So he might Okay, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If, if he knew the whole time and decided not to tell her, what reasons, in your opinion, are plausible? Nothing. There's nothing he can say to no. justify why he only told you a week ago. No, because I don't like people mani- manipulating my um, decision making. Mm. And if you knew something the whole time and you're telling, like telling me is because you didn't want to lose me. For me, that's one of the worst reasons you can give me, you know. That's one of the worst. I'd rather you just said to me, do you know what? I didn't think it was relevant to you. Then tell me that mm. you didn't tell me because you didn't want to lose me. That is manipulation. So if it was a thing where he found out the whole time, my advice would be you got cut because that's not an honest person and he will keep more things from you. If you're comfortable enough to have been sleeping next to me for seven months, been talking, doing all that kind of stuff and you knew you carried this big secret, that is somebody, in my opinion, 
that cannot be trusted. Mm. That's my advice. What about the DNA test? Does it factor in anyway? You gotta pray that he will um think about it. Because do it though. She can't uh, she can't be the one to bring up because it sounds like she's just a hater. Not really though. Because yeah. you still care about him. Yeah, no, because we know it's for me, you know I'm I mean? no, because you're bringing up the DNA in the hopes that it won't be his child, so <laughs> you guys can go off and live a, a blissful life. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't move like that. I'm not selfish <laughs> like that. You think you think him asking her, sorry, her asking him, oh, are you sure it's yours? Yeah. You think that's that's a bad that's a bad question? It's not I don't think that's my responsibility to do. Personally, I think it's distasteful. If I went to my girl and said, oh yeah, the girl told me that she's pregnant with me and she's having a baby next week. She's completely within the rights to ask Actually, me. Actually, no, yeah, is it yours? Do you think fine? it's yours? Because mm. I haven't no, seen this girl fine, for But DNA tests is different yeah. though. I'm speaking to DNA tests. I know, but that, that, do you think it's yours, is you planting the seed of a DNA test? Mm. I don't know. For me, I just think you should do your due diligence. You're smarter than that. If you're going to, if you want to, if you're, if you don't think to think about the last time you had sex with her and do the maths, and you're happy to spend the next 18 years of like contributing to a child's life that's not your that not yours, you deserve to have the day you have. Because you're dumb. But I, I feel like as the woman who you know that this has shattered your world, yeah. it's very self-centered. Because you know what it is? Because certain things like I don't know, it's I don't know. It's a bit of a conflict of who I'm trying to be and who I was. So I can't really finish my sentence. But yeah, it's a bit tricky. Okay. Basically, you think she's considered his feelings at all in this uh, dilemma? And that's why I said that's that's where I was struggling with the whole DNA test thing because yeah. it sounds as though you haven't considered how heavy this is on him for, him, yeah. for me to be bringing up DNA tests. So it's all about so it's about you're hoping that it's not it's not my child, so we can just go and live a blissful life. Yeah. What I'm dealing with, my life has changed. I'm a father. Do you so know what I mean? So it's a bit tricky. Do you think this dilemma is selfish then in its entirety? No. no. That's why I said there's a bit of a battle between who I was yeah. and who I am now because yeah. she is within her rights to know how this is going to affect her. Yeah, Because sure. it's going to affect her. But at the same time, but this becomes some, some, some consideration for how he's feeling, mm. but not to the detriment of how I'm going to be feeling. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think dilemma is selfish. She definitely needs to know. Because it's going to fall on her. She's going to be a stepmom. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't believe in selfish dilemma. Yeah. More so if, if there are elements of it or she even took, a, took time to consider how he feels about this. Because the thing he, is... Think about it, he's about to be a dad. His whole life is changing it. But in her considering how he feels about that, about, about it, what would that look like in terms of her dilemma? Um, it might not change, to be fair. Maybe yeah. add a bit of, of sentiments of grace to the fact that he just found out he's having a baby next week. Deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like... I, I get it, you're his girl and it has effects on you as well, but yeah. he just found out he's having a baby. Like, that's, 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 that's what. Yikes. That's a lot, know. man. It's had a woman that just find out they're pregnant out of nowhere, you know? They go to the doctors because they think they're having food poisoning and yeah. they tell them you're in labor. What? I, yeah, I, I've, I've seen that happen. About oh my gosh. Three times, to be fair. That's mad. Like, girls that I know. That's mad. Didn't know. I couldn't, I couldn't hear that. Mm. I said again, didn't know what? So, you don't know you're pregnant? Till when? How late? No, as in sometimes they think they're ill. They go to doctors and they call you in labor. She was pregnant until the day she gave birth. Yeah. Someone, someone, some woman. Yeah, the baby just like coming on toilet and she screamed. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, "You're pregnant." Was she fluffy? No, because some people you don't show. (laughs) Must have been. No, there isn't. These are real life stories with receipts. Flat. No, flat. Like nope. no, there's nothing there. <laughs> nope. That's fun. <laughs> this is the myth. That's yeah, the myth. Yeah. 
You can, you, clearly, clearly you can tell me because you got a uterus, isn't it? <laughs> That's not rebuttal to what they is, did. It is. Because you and women, you in women's business. <laughs> you are in women's business. That's what you're doing. I guess, it's a real thing. I get theory though, obviously. I get theory, but the thing is, not every woman who is pregnant puts on weight. So it's a stupid theory. Because not every woman who puts on, who gets pregnant puts on weight. But not it, every woman gets morning sickness. Not every same people call it morning sickness. Some women are sick throughout the day. Yeah. Some people are sick throughout the entire term. Pregnancy does not look the same for every single woman. It doesn't, but there has to be a degree of change based off of your original makeup. So let's just say your Victoria Beckham, Jordan Dunn slim. Mm-hmm. Right? It's harder to believe that someone of that physicality saw no physical change at all to where, you know what I mean? They're... No, because again, you got to think about women, when we, women's period are going to have periods and stuff, women get bloated. Yeah. yeah. So when you're bloated, I'm not going to think anything of that. Women mm. get bloated easily and literally like we look like it feels as though you've put on weight when you're bloated so yeah. if i just if it looks like i'm bloated i'm just gonna think i'm bloated um, but there's women who yeah. literally have gone to the hospital and they did not know they were pregnant until they were given birth and it's like oh my gosh and nothing nothing told me that i've still had periods throughout the pre- pregnancy fluffy what have you got to say to that they had pre- when you're when you're pregnant you don't meant to have periods right but they had periods throughout fluffy okay all right, is that it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> much, man. All the best to her, man. Yeah, man. Let us know what you decide, if you don't mind. Yeah. But yeah, genu- genuinely wishing you the very best, man. Yeah, man, but you guys know the deal. If you want to send your dilemmas in, the number is 075-6484-1073. And if you want to send via email, it's tdasubmissions at thenewblack.com. Did you have an announcement to have done? This should be your second one. Uh, it should be. You too worried. You too busy worrying about women's uteruses. No, that's not what it is. Because that's exactly what it is. That's exactly you are too busy. You are too busy in women's business (laughs) to do what is that you are meant to do. So here you are. (laughs) Right. Here we are. Go on, King. You know, he might actually sent me a text and asked me to basically chime in. Mm. So that's what I was doing. Why were you chiming (laughs) instead? (laughs) Was something else? (laughs) All right. Basically, there's an announcement. All right, so we're looking for some researchers to join the team and help Emmanuel create the program for the week. Headlines, but yeah, <laughs> but obviously they can also suggest topic of the days. No, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, I'm open to in a detailed manner. So what? The last um, group of mods, they all what, they all gone. They've all retired, relinquished not, their not all. That's half their duties. Half. Okay. All right, yeah. anybody who wants to participate in the fun behind the, the scenes, please email Emmanuel or DM him on IG. He has nice pictures on IG. <laughs> <laughs> but there are no pictures by email. So, have at it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Let's get into our last headlines. All right, so our last headline, big trigger warning here, guys. And I pretty much feel as though everyone kind of expected this to happen. Anyway, long story short, there's been another person who's come out accusing Russell Brand, right? And this woman's accused him of exposing himself to her and then laughing about it minutes later on his BBC radio show, right? The, the woman says it happened in 2008 when she was working in the same building as the BBC in LA. 
The encounter left her stunned, she says. Minutes later, he was recording, laughing with his co-presenter, who said Brand showed his willy to a lady. Brand has not yet commented on the latest allegation. His co-presenter, Matt Morgan, told the BBC that he was not aware until now of the nature of this encounter. It's the first time that Brand has been accused of sexual misconduct and then heard discussing it. It also raises serious questions for the BBC about how that part of the show, which was pre-recorded, was allowed to be broadcasted days later. The woman never found, sorry, never made a formal complaint and BBC management was informed about the incident in 2019, but no formal action was taken. Imagine. So she, you know what the thing is, yeah? This is why sometimes it's dangerous when, when you hear certain things come out because you feel as though it, it just comes out now. But the fact is she actually went to the BBC in 2019, four years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, anyway. In a statement, the BBC said it was sorry to hear the allegations and would investigate them as part of a review into Brand's time at the BBC. Four other women, for those who don't know, have also accused Brand, who's 48, of sexual assaults and rape between 2006 and 2013. He has denied the claims, saying that his relationships with all these women were always consensual. Next headline. Trigger warning here as well. And then a man has been arrested on suspicion of child abduction as a hunt was launched for a missing mother and two children. Jamie Lee Kelly, who's 31, left a centre uh, for vulnerable mothers and children in northwest London with her newborn son and a three-year-old daughter on Tuesday. This is according to the Met Police. The children are under care protection orders and were taken from the centre against the wishes of staff. Miss Kelly got into a blue Ford Fiesta, then she just sped off. Police believe the driver of the vehicle was a, was a woman and said neither the driver nor the car had been relocated. Sorry, has been located. A man in his 50s was arrested in connection with the investigation on Wednesday. He was held on suspicion of child abduction and conspiracy to kidnap and remains in police custody for questioning in Essex. Miss Kelly, for those, just in case you may come across her, she's described as being white, with green eyes, slim, and about five foot four. Detective Superintendent Lewis Basford said that he was extremely concerned for the welfare of Miss Kelly and her children, and officers believe Miss Kelly is being assisted, right? And has urged members of public to call 999 immediately with any live sightings. And our last headline, I mean, this might be a bit of a trigger warning too, but right? this is a bit crazy, but this news happened in South Africa where apparently around 90 <coughs> primary school children, right, were sent to hospital after eating muffins thought to be laced with cannabis. The hell? Yeah. Officials said that the pupils bought the muffins from a street vendor on the way to their school, the primary school, um, which is northwest of Pretoria. They experienced nausea, stomach pains and vomiting and three girls are still in hospital right now. Two people have been arrested and face charges of attempted murder. The suspects who were aged between 21 and 19 are going to be appearing uh, before a magistrate's court today. This is according to what police are saying. And yeah, man, the education department said that teachers have called an ambulance, um, well, at the time, called an ambulance after noticing strange behavior from children in class. It said that the incident had caused considerable distress to parents who were worried about their children's safety. Police who were conducting a toxicology report to confirm if cannabis was used say more than 90 pupils received, received the muffins and suffered serious pains. They were all sent to nearby medical facilities and about 87 have been discharged, uh, again, according to the education department. Only three of these um, children, who are all girls, remain in hospital and they are still receiving the necessary medical attention to return to good health. So, so wait, who is in court? The muffin seller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did he know he was sent to kids? I'm not too sure. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Because this is my... Anyway, never mind. They, yeah, they just need to investigate the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, the suspects are aged 21 and 19. So, yeah, man. Sad. Yes. 
Thank God none of them like, you know, too, too, too crazy. But yeah, that's it for the headlines. It's time to pay the bills. All right, let's get into the reaction. All right, guys, welcome to the reaction. Esther's favorite segment. Yeah, right. All right, so there was tons of um, Europa League action yesterday. Let's just quickly run through uh, some of the important games. Uh, Brighton lost their first ever game, game in Europe, 3-2, to AEK Athens. Uh, West Ham uh, beat Baka Topola, uh, 3-1. I think uh, Mohamed Kudus as well scored his first goal for West Ham. Shout out to him. Um, what else did we have? We had Liverpool beat Lens ASK 3-1 with goals from Nunes, Diaz and Mohamed Salah. Um, a game that caught my eye that I actually need to watch the highlights for was um, Marseille versus Ajax 3-3. Um, Ex-Arsenal player Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang uh, got two goals in that game as well. I'm going to check those out. Um, Roma um, won 2-1 against Sharif. And those are probably the, the key ones. Brent, did you see any games yesterday? No, I didn't. Too. No? And also, um, another premiership team was in action, Aston Villa. They were actually in the um, Europa Conference League and they lost 3-2 to Legia Warsaw. Um, so yeah, Aston Villa lost, Brighton lost, Liverpool won and West Ham won as well. A uh, quick bit of Arsenal news. It's just been announced that Mohamed... Mohamed? Wow. Martin Odegaard signs a new five-year contract at Arsenal. Yeah, so the captain... Uh, the captain signed until 2028. I saw it was reported. His wage increase or the particular stipulations of the contract haven't been announced. But yeah, Odegaard has signed. New five-year deal until 2028. Brent, you feeling good about that? I am definitely. <coughs> I was going to tell uh, you yesterday that mm. Odegaard was mad a match um, during that 4-0 um, win. And yeah. We are so bloody privileged to have him on our team, man. All right, they were, man. Odegaard is dope. Mm. Um, all right, cool. Let's move on from the football. All right. This is what I tag E-man in. So, uh, is it Zelia Zhang? Gilet, okay, cool. Gilet Jiang versus Joe Joyce 2, WBO um, interim heavyweight belt. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Who wins? Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, yeah, that, that's a big fight, man. Yeah. Happening on Saturday. Uh, this is the rematch. Joe, Joe Joyce lost to Julie Zhang, the yeah. first one. Um, TKO. Okay. Basically, he just getting, he just kept getting jabbed in his, in his eye. Mm. Eyes swelled up, couldn't see out of it. They stopped the fight, essentially. But you know what the thing is, yeah. When I first came across um, Joyce here yeah, some years back, I just thought to myself, this guy is not gonna last because he doesn't move his head, right? And it seems like he's just willing to take several punches to give his punch, right? So he's, okay. a, he's a durable fighter. So yeah. he can take shots, right? Yeah. But um, I just didn't think that his his method works. And when he was fighting, well, when he was about to fight um, Daniel Dubois, mm. I was like, Dubois is going to knock him out. Well, I was saying Dubois is going to win, I should say. And I said, if Joyce wins this, I will never doubt him again, <laughs> right? So since then, I've never doubted him. And since then, he's won every fight, right? Except the one against Zhang. In that fight, that first fight, his performance to me was lackluster. 
He kept moving back in a straight line. Mm. Gilet Zhang was just hitting him at will. Every punch Zhang was fighting, so, so it was throwing, was hitting Joyce. You know what I'm saying? And I really don't know what he's going to do different in this second fight. Yeah. I really don't know what he's going to do. So if I had to put money on it, I would put my money on Zhang to win it, to, to win again, unfortunately. Okay. But I do want Joyce to, to, to win, to be honest. How much fight does this weight hold? Sorry, how much weight does this fight hold? Sorry. In terms um, of, so you know when um, the first Crawford and um, Spence fight happened? Yeah. He told me that was yeah. one of the biggest fights ever, yeah. ever, right? How, what's the... This one's, not, this, this, one. this one's not as huge as that. This one just allows that person to be in a better position to fight okay. for an actual belt. Okay. Yeah. So Joyce definitely needs to win this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he can go on and hopefully challenge and call out one of the other guys. Because I think he wants to fight Usyk. He did fight Usyk in the, in the amateurs, by the way. Okay. Was it in amateurs? Yeah, in amateurs. Um, yeah, obviously he lost to Usyk. Um, but still, it was still a good fight. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he feels like he can beat Usyk. You know what I'm saying? So... It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But All right. Keeping it unboxing. We've got Connor Ben fights on the weekend. Um, you put ridiculous as your um, your sentiment there. Why is it ridiculous? D the reason why, yeah, is because, again, I, I just want to do a little um, disclaimer here. Mm. I'm a fan of Nigel Ben in it. Okay. I'm a fan of Chris Eubank, right? Mm. The, the, the dads of these yeah, guys. Yeah. And because of that, you kind of transfer some of that respect and love to their children. Okay. Right? okay. But when this whole thing came out with the clomiphene being found in his, in, his, in his samples, right? Mm. And basically drug allegations being yeah, thrown yeah. about the place. I started to doubt him, right? And I'll be honest with you. And when people look at the situation, especially when you hear people like the matchroom promoter, Eddie Hearn, talking yeah. about it and making it seem as though he's been cleared, it gets more frustrating. But it's like, as much as you want to even try and believe Conor Ben, mm. you've got somebody defending Conor Ben, lying, yeah. or at least, you know, let me not say lying, but kind of just giving you bits of the truth so that you guys can kind of feel as though, you know what, how he's being treated is not justified. Yeah. It becomes frustrating. It makes you think you're hiding something. Yeah. For those who don't know, let me just break it down quickly, yeah. Conor Ben failed two tests. Okay. Right? And typically what happens is, when you, like, if, if we're testing you, for example, mm. they will take that one pea sample, put it into essentially two different cups, do the two tests. Yeah. Right? Just in case something happens in the test, we can always, we've always got a sample B, to actually test, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about two different occasions, right? So the WBO, I believe it was, WBC, they had um, a clean boxing program mm. and they've tested him. He's failed that. Down the line, Vardas tested him. He's failed that. So it's two different occasions, okay. right? WBC, they don't have strict liability. And that's a situation where it's like, regardless of whether the reason's good for why you failed a test, yep we're still going to penalize you, ban you, fine you. Mm. They don't have that. Cool. So he's failed that test. He's produced some long document, 250 pages, talking about all types of reasons why this is um, false. Your testing methods are, are not accurate. This, that, and the third. WBC are like, wait a minute, why are you attacking us? Yeah. Our, our methods are, are cool, relax, mm. you know what I'm saying? But you know when someone's so confident yeah. that um, you start to believe what they're saying is true, yeah. WBC got to the point where it's like, cool. We're saying, we know our testing methods are cool. Yeah. What you're saying, we may believe you. So what's, sorry, what's Conor Ben's main defense against this, these allegations? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> so basically what happens is, yeah. He was just basically saying, uh, well, the tests are, are, um, are just wrong, innit? Okay. WBC are basically saying, the tests are not wrong. Mm. Maybe it's something you've eaten. Mm. They looked into it and said, well, 
it looks like a lot of the eggs being produ produced in a particular area mm. may have been laced with this particular drug. Okay. So you've potentially eaten huge amount, a huge amount of eggs, mm. and that's probably why yeah. you failed the test. Yeah. It's trying to help him out. Okay. He comes out and says, no, I ain't eat no eggs. I ain't eat eggs <laughs> like this. He right. goes, oh, no. So they, just, they're giving him a way uh, out. A way and out. And saying no. Yeah. But they still cleared him. Okay. So he's like, okay, cool. I'm taking the clearance. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. But I didn't eat the eggs. I'm like, cool, fine. That's the first test. Second okay. test, Vada now, mm. that was linked to the Eubank fight. Okay. That's the one we spoke about. Yeah. yeah. So he's failed that test. Mm. And then UCAD, which is the UK anti um, doping, and uh, BBB of C, the British Boxing Border Control, yep. they are now saying, wait a minute, this fight that we sanctioned uh, between you and Eubank, we're not going to allow it to go to actually happen um, anymore because it's happening on UK soil. He's saying, you can't do that. And they're saying, why? He's saying because you guys didn't even take the test. Mm. Vada took the test. But they're like, wait a minute. It doesn't matter if Vada took the test. You failed a test. They found drugs in your system. We can't, like, in good consciousness, allow you to fight you bank in Britain. Yeah. It doesn't make no sense. Suspending your license. We need to investigate. Mm. He's annoyed. His team obviously tried to go to an independent panel. Independent panel even rules in favor of Conor Ben. Mm. So, he's thinking, cool, everything should be fine. British Border um, Boxing Control say no. We're not accepting this. We are appealing. Your license is still suspended. So, he can't fight currently in the UK. What's happened is, he's now fighting in Florida on Saturday. Okay. So, in Florida, they've pretty much contacted um, UCAD and the British Border Boxing Control, yeah. or British Boxing Border Control, and said, is everything cool? Da, da, da. They mm. pretty much said, listen, he's failed a test. We're not happy with the results. Yeah. We're not giving him a new license. He mm. hasn't applied for a new license. So as far as we're concerned, he's not fighting here, right? But Florida are fine with it. Obviously, it's a moneymaker. Yeah. So essentially, that's the reason why he's fighting on Saturday. Long story short. Okay. So he hasn't really been cleared. Okay. Eddie Hearns made it seem as though he's been cleared. Okay. But technically, he hasn't been cleared. He hasn't okay. even got a license in the UK. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do you know anything about his, his opponent? Nah. No. no. Apparently he's um, a rugged, decent fighter. Okay. But everyone's expecting him to win, obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's Conor Ben one of the best in his um, weight class? I wouldn't say so. He, no. he was definitely an up-and-coming, though. Okay. Um, I think he's fighting at, um, is it Super World, right? Yeah. Yeah, so 154. Okay. So he's, he's not one of the best, but he was definitely yeah. one of the, you know what I mean, the prospects. And do you feel like some of the grace he's been given in regards to his allegations are because of who his dad is? Or not? I don't think so. I think it's because of the, the powerhouse behind him. Eddie Hearn, Matt okay. Trim, yeah. um, the promoters, basically. But to be honest with you, I don't think people are really giving him grace. Oh, I yeah, feel okay. like a lot of the people who know about boxing and criticising what goes on, yeah. don't believe him. Okay. The fans don't mind. Okay. Because I think a lot of the time they're hearing information from people like Eddie Hearn. Okay. Who's basically saying he's cleared, he's caught a fight, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 which is not entirely true. Okay. So he's not doing anything illegal. Yeah. He's just not choosing to fight in Britain because okay. he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you as a boxing fan, the egg story, do you believe in that or do you believe do you believe he's he's been cheating, he's been taking drugs, or do you believe in some of these these uh, stipulations? If I had to put money on it, yeah. I believe uh, You believe him? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. If I had to put money on it, yeah. I believe he's been taking drugs. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of these boxers do. I think yeah, one time we spoke about this and Kevin mentioned that this is just the culture. Mm. Unfortunately, a lot yeah. of them dope during a particular time, they cycle. And hopefully it just helps in the training. But obviously when you sign up to people like Vada, mm. who's like pretty much one of the best um, anti-doping agencies in the world, yeah. 
they test you at any random time throughout the year. So it's crazy why people sign up to this, but also still chance it. You know what I'm saying? Because literally, they can come to your house right now or at bloody 11 p.m. at night. Random testing. Random. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's a weird one. All right, cool. Gonna keep it on boxing, man. Terence Crawford confirms wait for Errol Spence, the junior, the junior? Errol Spence junior rematch. Uh, speaking to Travis Hartman, Bud Crawford said that he was aiming for a December fight to end this particular chapter of his career. He exercised his rematch clause, um, and that's the fight that's supposed to happen next. Um, we shall see how negotiations go. We're supposed to fight in December, and yeah, it's back in training. So what's your thoughts on the rematch? Mm. Um, yeah, obviously you're, you're the resident boxing Boxing guy, well, what's what's your general f- feeling behind this fight? If they do the rematch at one forty seven, same is gonna happen. Yeah, it might even be worse. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, if they do it at one fifty four, Crawford's still gonna beat him, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but it'll be a better fight. I don't think the fight needs to happen. I feel like the the winner and, and better boxer is clear okay. at this point in their um, careers. Yeah. However, um, like you pretty much saying, um. Spence wants the rematch at 154. Yeah. Right. Because to be, to be fair to him, he struggled to make 147 for a while. Yeah. He's a big guy, you know what I'm saying? And um, the rematch should happen at 154. Okay. However, everyone knows that Crawford has to accept it. Yeah. And since nothing was put in writing, yeah. he can say no. I only want the rematch at 147. Yeah. People are basically saying they believe he's going to say no to, um, to 154. To make it at 147, not so that he can beat Spence again, but so that Spence turns it down so that he can then potentially fight Canelo, which okay. is a bigger fight. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's what people think is the situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think December's too soon anyway? Um, not really. No? Like, camp is like eight weeks typically. Okay. So, you know, I feel like rematch should normally happen like a good year after the first one, though. Sometimes, but sometimes that's because certain people are damaged. <laughs> some yeah. people, you know what I mean? They don't want to fight straight away. They need to build up yeah. their confidence, yeah. But And how much do you think the, the actual weight and the weight class of the last fight had a say in how the fight yeah, turned out? Yeah. And you think that it going in... Who, who, who won the last fight again? Crawford. Crawford. It going in Spence's favour this time round would, mm-hmm. would change things much? Um, it would change things because I think Spence would be better prepared. He would look more fuller. He would feel better. Yeah. Um, and all of that type of stuff. But in terms of skill, mm. he I don't think he's going to have what it takes to beat Crawford. Okay. Um, yeah. I remember, I remember you saying he just didn't seem right. He, he definitely didn't seem yeah, right. Yeah. And I think maybe a big part of that is because of the weight. But I also feel like mentally, for some reason, I don't know, he just yeah. didn't seem himself. He was doing things in that fight that he's never done before. Mm. Just, he just seemed like he was an amateur boxer. Yeah. And Spence is a world-class boxer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it just didn't seem right. However, I don't want to take anything away from Crawford. Crawford beat him fair and square and dominated every single round. Every single round. So really, is anything going to change? You know what I'm saying? So the weight class, again, may make the fight closer, but I'd give him more. Like I mentioned one thing. Crawford said, I think in the second round, that Spence punched him and, and landed. Yeah. And he said, once he landed, right, and thought, wait a minute, that's a clean punch. And I don't really feel it. I'm mm. not scared of this punch. Yeah. He knew the fight was done. Okay. He knew. And that's Spence at 147. So if Spence at 154, a better version of himself, mm. fuller, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can land a proper blow, then obviously that will make Crawford respect his punch power a bit more. Yeah. But again, 
skills pay the bill, man. And Crawford's got the skills. He's got the IQ of a, of a of a just an elite boxer. Yeah. So what? So Spence had to go from one forty seven seven to one fifty four. That's, that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. But he's been one forty seven his entire career. Yeah. That, that's quite a big jump. No, no. That's no? that's just the next um, weight class up. No, I mean in terms of just the actual weight itself. No. No, no, or no, no. no. It's like a lot of these guys who fight one forty seven mm. walk around every day of life at maybe like Spence anyway. Yeah. He might walk around at like one seventy something. Okay. Yeah, because he's a naturally big guy. Okay. But when it comes okay. to boxing at that cl- a weight class, he has to lose a lot of weight. So he's losing a lot of energy. Yeah, okay, cool. Then in reverse, that's a lot of weight to lose then. If, if you're walking around at 170 exactly, all the time, yeah, yeah. when you've got to fight and get down to 147, 47, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's, a, that's Crazy. a big job. Yeah, 100%. And that's why you can't keep doing that your entire career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got to the point where he's a grown man now. He's full out his body. He can't keep going down to 147. Yeah. So he's been complaining about that. Yeah. Not complaining, but really kind of saying, look, I just want to get all these belts yeah. and then I'm moving up to 154. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, timing wasn't great and he lost it at the last hurdle. All right. Well, we'll see how this um, this saga unfolds. But that's all we have for you for the reaction. Let's get into the outro. Right, people thank you for tuning in we appreciate you as we always 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 do uh please like the video subscribe to the channel follow us on our social media platforms the day after tnb on instagram twitter and tiktok if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show our email address is the day after at the new black.com Brent, if you could please have the poster up again if you're interested in being a researcher for the show um Contact Iman on his Instagram or via the email, which is emmanuel at thenewblack.com. Have a great weekend and goodbye. Peace. Bye-bye.